0: The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favorite beverage and let's get this
1: fucking show started.
0: Fantastic Forum! Assemble! You are watching Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books, and you're live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from Fantastic Forum Studios, East, West, North, South, all over the country, unholy feels of Uh Hope you have a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you stick with us. We'll you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. First, he is our riddle. Inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? Next, he's the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. Lehiam. Indeed. As for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. They call me Mirror Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Uh shout out to Oz. He's not here right now. And I think he's supposed to be. I think he I think he will be, but you know, here's hoping. But if not, you know, shout out to him. He's our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line to Cal.
1: He's probably he's watching the resident- trailer for Morbius.
0: That's what's happening. That 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 sounds like Oz's MO. Late for the show to watch Sony Marvel stuff. Yeah. Anyway. Uh Speaking of which, we got a great show for you today. We're going to be talking to you all about three three different comics. We're going to be talking to you all about The All-Nighter. We're going to be talking to you all about... uh, uh Uh-oh, wait, 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 no, I got it, I got it. (laughs) The... Right, right. No, I got it. I got it. We're gonna like I don't. All of a sudden, All Nighter is like all that that comes is it coming to mind. But it's uh, we're gonna be talking about.
1: We Look have at demons, the- huh? Uh, yes. Okay.
0: We're gonna be talking about we have demons, and we're also gonna be talking about Night of the Ghoul. All of which are comicsology originals, and as you can tell by the titles, probably, uh, well, maybe not by All Nighter, but. By the rest of them, they're they're all uh, <coughs> a little bit on on the or in in the realms, I guess I should say of the eerier side of things, little little bit darker. So uh, you know, we got all that for you as, and of course the latest in comic book news and whatever else you all want to talk about. So feel free to let us know. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and I guess now's as good a time as any tell you how to we get down with Fantastic Forum. Am I right? Am Wanna I get right?
2: Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun too shy to call in. That's okay. You can join the discord chat room available at
1: fantasticforum.live.
2: Join the party. You know you want to.
0: Indeed. Thank you intern for all your stalwart work. Uh, Oz is in the building. What up Oz?
3: Hey, I'm having issues, so I might be like jumping in and out.
1: Okay, it's a, well, we're it's just because Larry had issues. I did. Um, it's not like Mercury isn't retrograde or anything, so it's the these are the problems we were having three weeks ago, not now. Well, how, what's Venus doing? Venus is, I don't know, who cares? Oh, you don't want and, to be
0: counting her money,
3: you
1: don't huh? want
0: to be my fire.
1: My desire. Oh, jeez. Anywho. Um, <laughs> oh, What's up, Fantastic forum? <laughs> what do you think of the new trailer for Morbius? Do you think this will be better than Venom?
4: <laughs>
1: Listen, I, I
0: don't feel like Tiger Claw meant that to be a loaded question, but that <laughs> sounds like a loaded question. Am I wrong in that?
3: Well, you guys hated Venom, so obviously you guys think anything will be better, right? You know, now we said you
0: guys. Did you like Venom? Uh, did you actually be like, yeah, it was good? I don't remember you saying
3: that. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like Academy Award-winning. It had its issues. I can, <laughs> I can admit that. It look Suicide Squad. The the first Suicide Squad was the Academy Award-winning movie. So let's not let's not act like that's a joke. Um no, I, I, I enjoyed it. I mean it wasn't it wasn't great, but it was a good time, you know? Question mark.
0: Got it. Right. Right. It's not uh, something I actually
3: wanted to see again.
0: Gotcha. I actually didn't watch uh, I didn't I didn't watch the Morbius trailer yet. I didn't have either. you all
1: watched it? Oh, I, no, I, you haven't yeah, the, the thing I don't care about it. You know, like it's not. Yeah. It's just to me, it's just like Venom. There's no Spider-Man in it. There's no, it has nothing to do with Spider-Man. Now they're shoehorning horning shit in, but th- there's not that relationship, that sense of responsibility, that tragic hero that Morbius is because of his relationship to Spider-Man. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's really the only thing that gives him any kind of uh, sense of you know, I don't want to feed on people. Like I wanna do, you know, mm-hmm. maybe something that can help with using what I have, even though I hate who I am and I hate mm-hmm. everything about myself. You it, know? It's
0: a very it's a very strange thing because it's like it would be very easy to make like whether you're talking about a venom or a Morbius movie, you could make these movies with these characters without Spider-Man in it while still acknowledging Spider-Man's existence like that. That
1: can happen look you could do it without spider-man's existence but you can do it with that those themes that are imbued from their relationship with spider-man <laughs> so you know it's like okay this is this is right and then all you need is spider-man to come out it's like ah oh, we meet again you know uh yeah you know, whenever they can you do don't that. even need spider-man though right no but later down the line like if you make these good movies you're going to make, you know, three and then when Sony can a- actually put Spider-Man yeah. into it, he can be they could be like, oh, yeah, well, I haven't seen you since the accident.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that that I agree with that. I agree with.
1: Yeah. I
3: think it's kind of telling that the first news stories I saw after the trailer was released was the the fact that they mentioned Venom twice. And as I'm seeing in chat, I mean, Tyrone was talking about everything about the trailer except for Morbius. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everything he's saying in the trailer relates it to something that's not the movie.
1: Yeah. It's all for the Jay, Easter eggs. You... It's all for these eggs. <laughs> Jay, did you
4: watch it?
2: No. Um well I don't think so. Maybe.
1: Like
0: the I feel I need like you just stop right here. Do you, know, you, you don't know if you watched the trailer or
1: not. Like, you, you you're know? stifling Joe's creative process, man. This is, <laughs> I'm
4: this sorry.
1: I went to see
2: Antlers on Friday.
0: Why aren't we Wait. reviewing that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, who's stifling Joe's creative process now? <laughs> see, see, see what? what happens when you let Jay have free reign. We're at to, Antlers now. We're at Antlers, went, Antlers review.
2: I went Played to see. I went to see Antlers Friday, and if the Morbius trailer that you guys are talking about is the one that played in front of Antlers, then I saw it. Oh, okay. If that was the old trailer, then I have not seen it.
0: I I would assume, and I don't know this for fact, but I would assume that the trailer you saw on Friday is probably the trailer that Target Claw is referring to today. Okay,
2: then I did see it, yes. When I saw what, Antlers, I saw it.
0: What did you think?
2: Of Antlers? Oh, man. It was great. Oh, no, you son of a
0: bitch. <laughs> <laughs> son of a bitch. Creative process. Right, right. exactly. The titles. Antlers that's
1: the <laughs> <Commentary laughs> title. That's why,
0: that's why I don't have let Jay have free reign. This is why, right here.
1: Look, <laughs> like, speaking of free reign, man, Uh like, He's 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 having a good time with Chucky, man. God
2: damn, man! I I woke up early this morning, like uncontrollably early, like one or two o'clock, and I couldn't get back to sleep. So I threw on yeah. Chucky, and man, I, I had such a good time watching it. Like it is such a good show. It's it's so much fun. Um, wow. in this current episode, uh basically Jake has sent Chucky to kill, um, shit, I can't think of the girl's name, but uh, he sent sent him on a mission to kill her and he ended up killing someone unrelated and burning the house down. And so now Jake is kind of like in the middle of having second thoughts and uh, he actually ends up working with the girl to try and stop Chucky and he finally calls her out for being a bitch. Because uh, she's got this, like, attitude, like, she's the victim. Like, uh, if he was having a hard time, he should have just told her, like, she would have backed off or something. And he's like, no, like, I-, I wanted to kill you because you're a terrible person. And you deserve it. And, you know, they kind of work it out. And they're all... Uh, Basically, yeah, they're teaming up. The podcaster has kind of been looking, like researching Charles Lee Ray. And he independently figured out that he was in the doll. And so now those three are working together to try and stop Chucky, who just killed a policeman in in the hospital. So it's, man, it is... Man, so good, so <laughs> much
1: fun, and great. I can't wait Lord to see you. your
3: guys' review video of uh the second episode.
1: This is it, like, we're doing a weekly uh Chucky recap, <coughs> Joe, and whoever decides to watch it. I-, I know I've been watching it, and uh, but dude, Joe, man, how about that like backstory with uh, like showing Chucky as a little kid <laughs> before he was a full-on serial killer?
2: You know, for the most part, I'm not into that, but I think it works. Like, um, we did get a name drop in the current episode of, uh, so we see how we met his partner in crime, his getaway driver. Okay. Uh, they were in the same boys home together. And so it's interesting, I mean, For what it is, like,
1: I I only saw until he killed his own mom, and I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, that was good up until that point. Like, if that's all we got as him, like, origin of Chucky, like, I'd be happy. But if you say we're getting more, I'm not current on the newest episode, but (coughs) yeah, we're getting more, huh?
2: Yeah, (coughs) basically, you know, after his parents were dead, he. Uh, he ended up in a like a, a boy's home and so he continues his being a little psycho uh, during that time and you know I don't it's not that I dislike it. It's just part of me feels like we don't need to know someone's origin mm-hmm. and so this is pushing against that. And it's not a bad thing. It's just I don't always need a reason. Like some people can just be psychotic and sociopathic killers. But I, I feel for what it is, it's not done poorly and it is actually kinda interesting. Um
1: it's not even like a B plot, it's really just a little vignette throughout peppered throughout each episode.
2: At least the first right. yeah. Yeah, that's how it is in this one. But, yeah, like, it, it's good, really good. Um, Oh, another thing that happened is there's a conflict between Jake's uncle and aunt and the mayor and her husband uh, because uh, I don't know if you were – Yeah, I think it was the episode you saw where the daughter dresses up like Jake's dad. Yeah. uh, For Halloween, like dresses up as him being electrocuted. Well, the teacher saw that video and invited both sets of parents. And, uh, you know, at first the mayor is like, you know, my child didn't do anything. She's, she's the one getting bullied and then they show the video and dude is looking like, dude starts looking at the mayor Like you let her dress up as my brother. Like, why would you do that? And so like, she's like about to go off on them, like physically, but they kind of get between it at first, but right now they got a bunch uh, stuff going on with those two uh, sides. So that is also interesting.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's, it's shaping up to be a really, <laughs> really cool character driven show. Cause it's not <clears throat> just about these, you know, they have the kill of the week, you know, where they kill like just a cool kill and then some, you know, fodder kill and then the story, but it, it like, if you edit out that those weekly kills, like it's really just a character <laughs> driven show and these character dynamics and the progression into what's ultimately their fate. <laughs> right. I, I really and
2: you got the little romance going on. Yeah. Or the budding romance between Jake and can't remember my boy's name, the podcaster.
1: Yeah. But this you got so something funny. going on. <laughs> He's <laughs> a podcaster too.
2: <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty adorable, you know, kids <laughs> falling in love. But uh, yeah, it yeah, it, it's good. Um, I'm so glad. Like, I don't think I would have even known the show existed if you hadn't brought it up for review. Yeah. So thank you for that.
1: <laughs> oh, Look. You're, you're, you're welcome. I was forced and, to and watch you, uh, at Universal Studios on the <laughs> track.
0: Uh Fantastic form changing lives yet again.
4: Yeah. Enriching lives.
0: Enriching lives. Yeah. It, it's so um, funny because my my big takeaway from that entire review, which is was awesome, and and again, I I haven't watched Chucky yet, and that's my fault. I, I'm gonna watch it, but. <laughs> You know. No, no, I'm going to anyway. I'm, I'm still going to. However, uh, my my big takeaway was that Jay is is the opposite of Oz, where uh, where where Oz enjoys thoroughly seeing the origin of every little thing. Jay's like everything doesn't need a
4: backstory.
3: So Jay's <laughs> the nigga Oz. Uh, whoa,
4: whoa. hey, whoa, hey man, watch yourself. You listen, I need you to
0: improve your diction on that, you son of a bitch. What are you saying? Would you call him?
4: Don't get smacked up.
0: Watch out. Like you better ask mission to come to LA, you son of a bitch. I don't know what he said.
1: <laughs> that might be the title of this episode, nigga. Oh. No, it better
0: not be, goddamn. Listen. Everyone getting slapped. I need all three of you to line up. I'm gonna slap myself at the end. <laughs> slap myself for letting it happen. How did I let this
4: happen? Goddamn.
0: The four stooges. I feel I feel like friggin' Oprah, which had that KKK dude on. <laughs> like, damn it. Look, the, the younger part of our audience is like. Who's Oprah? <laughs> I agree. You're right. Who's Oprah? I feel like Oprah
1: too when I eat a big cauliflower pizza. Her list of favorite things just came out. How are we? How
3: are we? How are we getting into <laughs> this? This is why I don't
0: let Joe have free reign. Right here, <laughs> Joe went took us to from like uh, now we're at Oprah's favorite things. Like, why do you even? Why do you know when Oprah's list of favorite things comes out, Joe?
3: if it, if it's not um, books in the top 3 then i don't know why either. it, it actually is know,
1: number 2
2: the morning radio show i listened to was was talking about it so that's okay. why i know it came out
4: okay I'll like let, it I'll came out
2: yesterday and goop came out today goop <laughs> right
0: i don't know i
2: don't know what that is what is that you don't know what that's, goop is that's you Gwyneth know like, he knows money laundering that's one of Paltrow's money laundering operation yeah.
1: That's where he she tells exactly the candle It smells goop like is. her vagina Yeah,
3: Larry, La- Larry
0: has that Oh, candle. the candles that smell like her vagina are called goop? Well,
1: oh, no, her, no. her company Her company that puts all those things out All those weird things, the books of her um, Like, you know Remember how Peggy Hill and King of the Hill Had those, like, Peggy-isms In the newspaper?
4: Yes, I like, do
1: remember Paltrow put a book of those yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Listen,
3: Goop is like the Spencer's Gifts of rich people. Right. Because it's really expensive stuff. There's some weird stuff and a lot of like...
1: I it's guess, like I- biodegradable anal beads and
3: shit. It, like, it, yeah, it's like technically not really sexual stuff, but like, there's a lot of shoving stuff into places that... It, that you know, like, She was saying like little eggs women were supposed to shove up in there to kind of strengthen yeah. those muscles. Until like Dr. they got something Kimada for like
0: every orifice, is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Until doctors came out and said, uh, "Don't don't put that in there." <laughs> hey, correct. <right. laughs>
0: friggin' the, the 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 friggin' committee of gynecologists to like
1: stop. <laughs> Her, you know, talk about not FDA approved. Like the materials you're using to make these things isn't like it's proprietary or something. You know what I mean? Because it's holistic. And uh oh. and that, that's that's part of the problem. You go to you know, you go to the, the hustler store <laughs> or or that place in that cd part of Las Vegas, like you're just gonna get regular hypoallergenic latex to shove in yourself, yeah. You know? mm. or, or surgical steel, but right. you're not getting that from goop, like <laughs> the name tells you it's made out of goop,
4: right? Like, <laughs> it's like
1: flubber Bi- but less sexy, by
0: Bi- biodegradable, like owl nests.
1: Yeah. It's like Got owl it. owl eyelash goop like the <laughs> the shit that the owl wakes up with. They they harvest I like
0: I literally like when you're like goop like I feel like this is the first time I'm hearing about goop even though it's I'm sure you no all mentioned it before.
1: I I know I know. You've no, heard of listen. That's your girl. That's your girl. Like listen, your, listen. Your girl, I
0: had I listen, listen. I get it. I get it. The re- like I had one dream about Gwyneth Paltrow back in the day that I didn't it, understand. It's myself. not just
4: a dream,
1: Larry. It's not just it a like dream. Were, you were holding hands and looking longingly into her eyes. No,
0: I get it. And I, I understand why that would lead someone to believe that, like, oh, this fool really but likes not Gwyneth Paltrow. Someone,
1: everyone. Not, not
0: <laughs>
3: I'm like, to get Lawrence when I come, come down.
0: I'm like, like, listen, I don't have a type, but if I did, Gwyneth Paltrow would not be it.
1: Look, your mouth says no, but that 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 twinkle in your eye says yes. Mm, Joe, listen, oh, that's that's how like How he said mm, he's like, mm. <laughs> like <Nah. yeah>. listen,
0: <laughs> no, listen. I mean, look, I, I'm not by no means like I, what I'm like. I don't again. That's like I don't have a type, <laughs> but I don't. There's no part of me while I'm. Yeah.
1: Oh See, wait, here's,
0: here's that looks at Gwyneth Paltrow is like, oh man, like I get why Tony wanted her. <laughs> 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 Zero. Zero. I'm just like, I mean, what, I guess. They-
3: hear, here, here's the politician part uh, of Mayor Young is that he's saying Gwyneth Paltrow not his type. Pepper Potts, however
0: no no that's what i'm saying that's like there's nothing dog. like no part of it at all like I'm not even rescue, rescue not even when like she's, she's wearing the car. armor am i like oh she's hot in the armor <laughs> no she's not hot in the armor even in fact she I might do. be less attractive in the armor
3: let me get you two of those candles Here, i'm wondering like, he- right now hold on pepper
0: Potts in the comics is fine but Gwyneth paltrow it's like you know she's all, like look like, i'm not saying like the character i like I'm just saying I don't look at her and think of her as an attractive individual. I'm not attracted to her, and that's okay. Like I don't, I don't need to be attracted to her.
1: Yeah, just. I'm
0: sure Gwen Paltrow's not attracted to me, and that's okay too.
1: She she loves your hip hop stuff. I I've. What What are you talking talking about? Listen, first of
0: all,
3: myself. So
0: I took listen. I'm taking that as a direct insult. (laughs) Like. Where she's she, like, oh, Greta Paltrow likes your hip hop stuff. How dare you, sir? Like, I feel like that's calling me very much not hip hop.
4: Like, a song. I'm
1: not here, here to say 100%. that I,
0: I'm not here trying to say how hip hop I am or how hip hop I'm not, but I'm more hip hop than that, goddamn. That's what I know. I'm <laughs> definitely not Greta Paltrow approved on Holy Deal. you
1: talking, <laughs> about? talking about craziness. You. You're talking
0: craziness. Look, Over listen. <laughs> Ask for permission to come to L.A. next time you come back to L.A. without permission you're getting you getting gotten
1: Overlap you and I You're on <laughs> notice
0: Jay. Don't, don't step <laughs> out of bounds
1: <laughs> You better st- stay lovely. your happy
0: ass in Inglewood
1: It's their <laughs> meeting. <for you. laughs> they met at Amoeba and their hands touched on the same NAS record Speaking
4: of Wait, no, 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 speaking
0: of, no, speaking of, wait are we just going to mess around and pretend that Moses didn't say Nass? "nas"?
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's how she says it.
0: <laughs> okay, let's just go. I'm done. I'm done. Can we talk about comics now? Ugh.
1: I we what are uh, uh, we talking about no. Pots. I, I actually thought of you this weekend, Larry, because I went to a cocktail <laughs> soiree at a haunted mansion. Why would you think of me? You should not be thinking because of me in that situation. You would have shit your pants. At the moment they made you sign the waiver. <laughs>
0: I'm just saying, cocktail soirée sounds like me.
1: Yeah, but once you get
0: to at haunted mansion, I should be out of that. I, I'm not going to any like, I might not even go to a a cocktail soirée at an unhaunted mansion, depending on whose mansion it is. I'm just saying, like you know.
1: Yeah, that's the the, that's the game. Like they're hunting humans,
0: right? (laughs) See. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, I'm hip to that. You would
3: go to a cocktail soiree where somebody like ends up dead and you have to solve the mystery. What
0: are they fake dead or real dead?
3: Does it matter? That's part it of it, absolutely
0: mystery. matters 100%. 100%. So, that's good, Moses. That's very funny. It's part of the mystery. You gotta well, figure thing... out if they're real dead or fake dead. You're like, damn it, this is. This blood feels very bloody.
1: <laughs> this is like a LARP event, and you, you don't have to figure out anything, but you're, in, you're hanging out at this place where this doctor killed a bunch of kids. And then the kids that took revenge on him hired or <coughs> made rituals to bring in the pagan uh, monsters and legends of the old country. Hold on. And so you go there's like little mini escape room things with puzzles that you have to go through, and you have mm-hmm. to you, you have to talk to the demon, <laughs> and you have to give him a secret at one point. Uh, you have to give him tokens of things that you get uh, in your little journey there. Um, and I'm like, man, Larry would love this because
0: <laughs> I love escape rooms, but not the scary. Is,
1: it was in a church.
4: Uh, oh, it was in the
1: old church, and then in, in the hall, like they just had like a jazz like singer with a piano and a stand up bass, and you're just having cocktails, and then these ghosts in character come up to you and just give you clues. It's almost like a, it's like a LARP of a survival horror game. <laughs> and it, 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 it's, it's, it's the
0: so, parts of it that you're describing sound fantastic.
1: Right. The stuff. The
0: parts done. that you aren't describing are the parts that I probably won't like.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, we got about. Three minutes before we have to get into our reviews, <laughs> but there is a, a maze that, that that I had to go through where it was pitch black, and you just have to have a candle and tell the demon to take your light, not your life, in order to survive it. No, and it, it's, no, it's thanks. so dark that the candle doesn't light anything. <laughs> like, yeah, no. yeah, it was great. I, I loved it,
0: and uh, that's. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Like it sounds awesome for you. Yeah, you know, like it does not sound like awesome for me. Like, that sounds like,
3: yeah. if you get it, like, if you get it, dance people, um, check out the video of Mayor Young reacting to a scene in a movie, <laughs> and it is like, in broad daylight. <laughs> honestly, and I gotta tell way. you, that is legit. You're gonna watch it and think, oh, they wrote a script for this because there's no way that this scene is producing that much fear. <laughs> there's there's a one point where he literally says, I can't take this. They're making noises.
0: <laughs> you heard the noises, Oz. You heard them.
3: She was telling a story. It's she a was a story. Of something that happened. And you know she survives because she's telling the story, right? I there. don't know anything, okay? <laughs> already, oh, my
1: God. Mo, you know the title, but
4: yeah. Yeah. It's insidious. Very first
3: four insidious. minutes.
1: Go watch uh, the, the title is actually called Voluntary Torture. That's Larry's <laughs> segment on our channel <laughs> where he watches horror movies. So there's one of him watching Larry. There's one of him watching uh, the trailer for Hereditary and then Insidious. And there's, you know, he still hasn't watched the other Lily, but he's supposed to. And he's going to watch many more things because, yeah. you
4: got to
3: think of them like one of these soirees of yours with like a, a GoPro.
1: Yeah, weird, yeah. Weird they, they, look, it, here's the thing. The scariest part. I got like 45 <laughs> seconds before we go into our reviews, but the scariest part of that whole squ- sorry, because I, I was actually scared. But the real scariest part was their laxical COVID uh, <laughs> precautions.
4: <laughs> that
1: was really it. <laughs> like they just signed, made you sign a waiver that says hey, you're gonna get COVID. You can't sue us. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That
2: but is like the basic. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Tiger Claw says having Larry watching that was insidious in itself.
1: Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Tiger so, Claw. I, I did feel guilty um, because I don't want to put Larry through these things. So I that's why I picked scenes or or trailers because it, it you know it, it's not you know I, I don't want to torture Larry, <laughs> but we need it for the views and like. So make sure you I, like I, I'll give him
0: credit. It was like what I thought was going to happen was way worse than what actually happened. And so I appreciate that. However, it doesn't help me in the moment. In the, <laughs> in the moment, I'm just like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me.
1: I was there with him and I made sure he's like.
0: In daylight. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Listen, you don't want to see me try to do this at night. I mess around like... Yo,
1: can you'll, you'll, can... you'll
0: figure... What you say?
1: No, no, go ahead.
0: I was going to say, I was feel himself being spooned, and they will be like, what is that? <laughs> and then when he sees me, he's going to be mad. Like, I can't sleep.
1: Well, look, when we go so, to San Diego, I'm here. Gonna, we're going to film one of these while you're in San Diego. Larry. Oh. <laughs> like, then, it's like, my birthday. It's my exactly. birthday. So we're going to make you watch Birthday Death Day. I is that the watch. sequel or is that the first one? I don't or, even know what we're talking about. I've never I seen any of them, but I'm going to make him watch a scene of that. I'm I am sure I, he'll I think be it's just, uh, called Happy Death Day. Whatever. It's <laughs> she gets killed on her birthday.
0: Birthday Death Day. <laughs> Look, that's the... That's
3: that the one's Ugandan actually pretty version. good. The first one or the second one, Joe? Uh, they're
2: actually both pretty good. Like, I like how the second one goes in a different direction like, the same premise, but a different direction. Nobody died. And it kind of adds to the lore. Um, But, yeah, they're actually both pretty good. And I can't say I was scared. Like, it's kind of just your standard slasher stuff, but it is fun watching her be in the situation and then figuring out why the situation happens in the second movie. And, uh, yeah, and she actually has a really interesting character arc.
3: <laughs> the second one is totally different direction. She does not die on her birthday, but is actually <laughs> born again Christian.
1: <laughs> well, that's when you get baptized. They say you're in the world and you get born to Jesus. Amen. However, that works. So you discuss the physics like, of that. They
3: actually killed her three days before her birthday, and on, <laughs> on the third day, yeah, on her birthday, hey. Here I am. <laughs> Hi. See?
0: One step too far.
2: <laughs> so, we should move yeah. on.
0: Yeah. Ooh,
1: scary comic book review. Scary <laughs> comic book like, review. <laughs> well, not, not like that, but like...
3: Keep it moving. Jay ain't got time for your nonsense. So
0: <laughs> such a it's such a good bumper. Thank you, Mo. So, yeah, so what,
2: what do you guys want to do
0: first? That's a good question. Uh, how? Wait, what? What's so funny, y'all? Uh,
3: nah, nothing. Go ahead. Mo's dead.
0: Mo's dead. He. I think he just turned off his camera. And I think when we turn off our camera, we get Jay's album cover, which I'm not mad at, but I'm like, how did Jay make that happen? That's what I want to know.
2: I know I uploaded it for me.
4: So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, Jay, but like, all effect. I know is uploaded it for me. Now, if you have it, well, I don't know why you all are choosing to promote my album, but thank you. <laughs>
2: right. Like, I don't know why you guys have it, but I, I appreciate the promotion. Um. <laughs> Yeah, foundation
0: it, uh, on all streaming platforms. J, yeah. J. Random, look for J. Random's foundation. You that's you won't my, be mad. It's awesome.
1: That's my standby thing because it looks like kind of like the standby pattern a little it bit. Does. It does contrast and it yeah. does.
0: It does. It definitely has and a test pattern kind of feel.
1: It also brings up a point that I, I want to like use Joe's music, but I haven't asked him for permission. So, like, as a musical bed and stuff. For stuff,
4: you
0: should definitely do that. Like a lot of his stuff is. You're
1: dead. not Jay <laughs>
0: No, yeah, I'm say I, what you should do.
1: I have to ask Jay
2: Yeah, Why I agree? would. I would love that. Um, I, I don't know the legal. Right, stuff. I have to go through pieces. like Like, it's actually something I've been meaning to look up. I just haven't yeah. because. The probability of it coming up, I felt, was pretty low. Like, like, you, feel
0: like you feel, I feel like,
1: like you feel
2: like, like, because
1: popular,
0: I strike it. Are you going to do it, Jay?
2: Well, my distributor will. Yeah. Like, Jay, I'm, distributed, like a I'm distributed through CD Baby. So, I'm not even sure I can use my music and my video without right. they're, they're
1: hardcore about it. Like, yeah.
2: They'll strike it and then they'll give the money to me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, so technically, Joe I technically, not know that, how it Joe, works.
1: Joe can f- fuck himself over and make himself rich at the same time. Mm. Right. He's J. Trump. <laughs> Damn. Like the, Don, the, the Donald J. Trump, the J stands for J. <laughs> <laughs> <Got> <laughs> it.
2: Real quick, in chat, we have Alfonso Seja says, the true stuff that happens at the barbershop.
0: Indeed. What up, Alfonso?
2: And we have Sir John saying hello. I wish you all a good hello. Uh,
0: good hello. Hi, Sir John. Greetings and salutations to you as well, Sir John. Thank you for both of you for tuning in. Appreciate you both.
3: Do we ever decide what we're talking about? Um, I'm uh, going to me...
2: go ahead and say the all-nighter. It's alphabetical. There it order.
0: is. Bam. Yeah. Hey, wait, that's not alphabetical. Order.
3: Yeah, because he's up. dropping the T, but if he drops yeah. the T, then you make the mistake that we made. <laughs> right. You kind of need the the wait,
0: wait. Oz, how did, did you read just one issue of All Nighter?
3: Wait, which one are we talking about? The one we're the, supposed the... to read or the one we actually... Oh no,
0: the one you weren't supposed to read. How many issues of that did you read?
3: I got through two and I was already like taking notes on how bad this book is. <laughs>
0: and how okay.
3: How dare got you it. make me read this? Nonsense Got about some Got teenage yeah.
0: hormonal whatever. Mm-hmm. No, I was tripping too because it's five issues. I read all five because I actually, <laughs> I actually liked it. I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. Now was like, just like, wow. I'm like, why would Moses have us read this? Like, this doesn't make any sense. I thought it was Joe. It was Jay Joe it was
1: Jay that brought up. Oh, it was yeah. Joe. Yeah.
0: Now, 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 now Joe. Joe
1: when Would have made more sense,
0: yeah. but not in this context. I still was like, this is strange that any of us did it. And because I knew it was all supposed to be like all horror stuff. And I was like, this is not horror. Like, I'm waiting for the horror things to happen. Or all like, you know, like darker, maybe not horror, but you know what I mean.
1: Well, it's technically is a horror uh, themed book, The All-Nighter. Oh, yeah, um, The
0: All-Nighter is, but, all, but All-Nighter... Uh, yeah. Without the the, is a slice <laughs> of life book.
1: By yeah, the way, also involving a, a diner. use the wrong words.
0: Right. Also right. Also involving an all night diner.
4: I agree.
1: <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the, the all nighter is what we were supposed to read, and you guys mm-hmm. did. <laughs> no, I read, I read it. it. No, yeah, yeah. No, but not when no. Oh, you know what I mean? Like you read something else instead, because yeah, right. dropping the T H E, and you know that that dash is very important too. Well, I don't the know. Other
0: one has a dash too. Oh, does it? Yeah,
1: yeah they both yeah. have dashes. It's, 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 it's a mess. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I search for it on Comixology Unlimited, and no, not look. I, I hate to knock Comixology Unlimited because we're having a hard time getting paper, and we're getting. getting <laughs> a, <laughs> You having a, <laughs> in comics in comics, Larry? Like, don't right. lie. Yeah, crazy. no, no, you're you're one hundred percent real
0: on that. You're this right. This is
1: why. This is kind of why I think Joe and I kind of were simpatico in this uh, type of theme for this week's show because it's all digital. Comicsology Unlimited for the price right. of two comics or one comic a month, you have a, a expansive library of original content and other publishers' work, and. uh, you know, some of this stuff, like if you get at the comic shop, it's going to be all messed up and <laughs> or not there <laughs> because they're having the, the distribution level of comics right now is it's a disaster. It is. It's like they're there. It's their coronavirus now. <laughs> you know, they're yeah. up. Uh It's kind of like uh, uh the, the waves in the pond, the, the, the rings that uh, cast stone leaves. And we're feeling, we're feeling these effects. And in, in a lot of, you know, you, the price of chicken, the price of gas, uh, ramen. Ramen is three for a dollar now, where it used to be five for a dollar. You know, it's just, you know, uh, comicsology Unlimited, if you love comics and want to get new stuff on new comic book day <laughs> without it being smashed to bits uh, or, or existent, like, Comixology Unlimited might be the place to go. Well, listen, but, um, I,
0: I want to I argue you so bad, but I can. don't know that I can. I don't yeah. know that I can right now because <laughs> right, right now, you are 100% correct because that's not even the right... getting...
1: Look, that's the one I read. Right. He's showing you. He's yeah, i showing, showing you the wrong thing. <laughs> okay. It's, look, like, it's all
0: better and it ha- has a dash.
3: I'm also mad that that cover is in color. When I read a black and white book.
4: <laughs>
0: I, hate I mean the covers that. the covers are gonna be in color. They're not gonna be in black and white. Well, it's, it's still a comic book. Is it though? like when's the last time you read a black and white comic that had a black and white cover?
1: <laughs> I don't see color.
0: Oh you son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> All you see is white
0: <laughs> white words. <laughs>
1: But, Jay, man, like, you, you brought an all-nighter to us. Why don't you tell us what it's about?
2: Okay, so there's an all-night diner, and it's run by vampires. And one of the vampires is getting actually pretty fucking bored with life. And so after going out to see a movie, he comes back and sees a crime happening and decides to fight it. And he figures, I can do that. I can, you know, be a superhero. Um, And so him and one of the other vampires, uh, they kind of go out as a team, a superhero team beating up bad guys, and it brings notice. It catches the attention of Dr. Frankenstein. And we find out that the reason he exists is because Mary Shelley wrote a book about him. And they're worried that the same might happen with superheroes if these two keep going on and, you know, being superheroes. And so the, I forgot what the Dark Council is called in this one, but they're worried they might come down on them and uh, cause trouble for everyone. Right, if they don't stop
0: now, now Jake, can I just let me ask the question real quick here? Because dude is not Doctor Frankenstein, right? He, he's Frankenstein's monster, right?
2: No, he's Doctor Frankenstein.
0: Why is he a giant?
2: I I,
1: I don't know why. Stylistic choice. Poetic license.
0: So I'm supposed to believe that despite the fact that the dude is like eight feet tall, he's supposed to be Dr. Frankenstein and not Frankenstein's monster. Right. I know, Joe. I'm not going to do that. That's, That's Frankenstein, Jay. It's Frankenstein's monster. Like the chick even says Frankenstein's monster. In the book. Right.
2: He he says he's doc, he says he's Dr. Frankenstein. And they say, you mean Frankenstein's monster? And he says, believe what you want.
4: No, he
0: doesn't say well, that I'm Dr. He says he says I'm Frankenstein. He, he's he's Frankenstein's monster.
3: He just went on and got a PhD.
0: <laughs> or honorary. <laughs> honorary doctorate. No right, dude, like, the brain they used he, was the doctor. What he says is <clears throat> these guys don't have to call me by that other name. They can just call me Frankenstein. I'm Frankenstein. And yeah. what she says is, you mean Frankenstein's monster. Right? Um, like,
2: I don't that's not the way I remember it, but I've been wrong before.
0: Okay. I'm just saying, he's he's a literally a giant dude. Like I'm not saying that you can't be tall and smart, because Lord knows that can happen, but he definitely comes across more like Frankenstein's monster than than Frankenstein, like than Dr. Frankenstein. Okay. So, I don't know. Either way, I what I will say is this, is like, what I was expecting from this book after I realized what was the right book I was supposed to be reading <laughs> was a book about a vampire pretending to be a superhero or or choosing to be a superhero because you know they could like go out and do vampire-y things and just in the two issues that I read, I was like, man, this book in just the two issues became like they did a lot of world building in those two issues. And like that literally like a vampire that chooses to become a superhero like I guess you can be like okay well that's the hook I guess. But even then it's like it doesn't even. It it, it feels like such a small part of what's happening in the actual story that it's kind of like it's almost like a bait and switch in a good way. Because right. it's like you're still going to get that but the book is so much more than that concept.
1: It's almost like, um, well, I compare it to like the Eye Zombie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like it's a book about a zombie, right? A zombie apocalypse and a detective. But there's so much more there, and then to a certain right. degree, I compare it to um, was it Resident Alien a little bit too? Because it yeah, is, I can see it, that. You, you know, you, you somebody tells you, oh, it's an alien coming to Earth and deciding to. Do this, but it becomes something else. Yeah, Mm
4: -hmm.
1: and uh, on on a lower level, it's it's kind of like Resident Alien. But yeah, I Zombie I think would be the better right comparison.
0: I agree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Oz, you did you end up reading this book?
1: I read some of it.
0: Okay, so so you didn't get through like an issue, or you did get through an issue?
3: I didn't get through an
0: issue. Okay, and what prevented that from happening from crap. your pers- Okay, that's fair. you were just uh, like I
4: didn't. I didn't, weren't I,
0: like. What well, did you like this all nighter better or the other all nighter that we read?
3: Uh, honestly, the the other all nighter, which uh, it was also bad, was <laughs> a little bit more. In- like the the other all nighter, I got to issue two. Okay, and that's when we the when the text figured out that it was the wrong one. And I kind of wanted to know how she knew this her roommate's boyfriend, like, right? I, I kind of wanted to pick up book three, And yeah. then I, I found this book and I, I didn't like the art. Like the, it's just it, it's uh basic, and the colors seemed off certain times. Uh, story wise, I I couldn't get into it. I was like they immediately. I was immediately out when Homegirl was talking about how their coffee maker was broken so they can't make coffee, but she can make an espresso. I'm like sitting there, like, Bitch, add more water. You got coffee done. Yeah. Like, so I I was annoyed at that. It's little things like that that just bug me i'm not even i I haven't even worked at a coffee shop like i can understand why mo
1: gets pissed off yeah he
3: he actually (laughs) like did that for a living i never have i was actually happy
1: that she called she called him out on calling it espresso because i'm like yeah slap that motherfucker and then it's like oh it's broken it's like yeah just add hot water it's an Americano like what's wrong with that everybody loves (laughs) an Americano Put a, a, a dash of vanilla in it and some half and half, phew, they won't know the difference. And the dude is saying, Look, I just want coffee. Give him that. He'll drink it and like it.
3: He's
1: and it's fine. a diner. It's not like he wants, you know, a Robusto uh Sumatra blend or some shit, you know?
3: Robusto. I don't know what that means. Arabica's the
1: B and E. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like he don't know the difference between a Robusto and a Arabica
3: yet i just i just couldn't get into it
1: um i i guess i can
3: go back and try to read it maybe once the superhero stuff happens i'll i'll get more into it but just those first few pages it's like it's a little torturous there's a lot of words Damn. that's that's Damn. gonna be the theme for, for my reviews spoiler alert there's a lot of words that you guys threw <laughs> at me
0: they're books, uh, they're, they're comic books. I mean, they're pictures with them at least. But
3: <laughs> Look, one of the books, I there's more words than pictures.
1: Like the words just covered the whole picture. We'll
4: get to that. <laughs>
1: uh, Sir John in, in YouTube chat says, half and half and coffee, yucks. And uh,
4: yeah. He also I, said,
2: he also said Come on, Mayor. The most popular comic is about a pirate who can stretch his dick the longest.
3: Why aren't we reviewing that? That's
0: One
1: Piece. We you guys about. would hate it. Oh, I
3: hate One Piece. Yeah,
0: I, I, I've One never, Piece? I've never watched a full episode of, of One Piece, but yeah, every every time I try it, it, I don't like it.
3: Is One Piece really about the dude's dick? Because every episode I haven't seen, and there's no dick.
2: No, his whole body can stretch. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was just like. If, if I saw his dick stretch, then I would be it. That's what I am yeah. saying.
2: <laughs> like, his, his dick, like, he doesn't stretch his dick in the comic, but he could. Like, if he was a real person, oh, he, he could stretch just, his dick.
1: Well, in the a- hentai videos, yeah. he does. Like, the fan-made ones. Um, he, But, yeah, back to Sir John and the half-and-half-and-coffee yucks. Yeah, I agree, but somebody that says espresso. That motherfucker will probably <clears throat> put sugar and in, in half and half in his coffee. The end. Right. Yeah, it sounds like we all hate this book. What's the
3: next book? No, no,
4: I, no I, I, I actually... I liked
3: it. I actually...
2: Oh, shit. I hit the wrong thing.
4: I actually <laughs> yeah. liked
2: it. Um, I thought it was fun. Like, yeah. a little... uh, What's the word? Not cliché but it starts out a little regular, yeah. But the characters are interesting and it's not the only thing they're doing. Like they're doing a lot with what they have. And like Lauren said, there's a lot of world building in these two uh, issues and they're making a pretty interesting world And the characters are actually pretty interesting also
3: how far into the first book before they they decide to become superheroes and actually do something
4: it's
1: about halfway i could double check
2: but i think it is
0: halfway the the book the book is like 30 or 32 pages so Mm -hmm. that means you have to read a a solid 15 pages of the book before you see the superhero stuff
1: Yeah, I actually fell asleep, and then when I turned the page in my sleep, there were superheroes. I woke up, and I stayed up all day.
0: This fool is dumb.
1: (laughs) Sleep reading.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's
1: so. Like I actually. (laughs) (laughs) Emily was watching TV, and she's like, "Did you fall asleep?" I'm like, "Yeah, you know, what happens sometimes when you read some of these comics, you know, Mm -hmm. independent." create her own comics sometimes look they 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 utilize their resources properly and even if it puts me to sleep but when i woke up and kept reading i didn't fall back asleep
0: there you go no I, so you're you, right you got page
3: 14
1: yeah
0: there you go
3: yeah no oh, daredevil yeah but a
2: vampire
1: Right. And it actually makes... It talks about, like, even the movie they go to see is, like, they're watching like the Winter Soldier, you know, but with Captain Claw. You know? Yeah,
0: it's basically Wolverine and Captain America <laughs> one person.
1: Right. And, yeah. it, like, they talk about the merits, like, the different type of superhero type genre movie. And mm-hmm. that's why this being kind of tropey and kind of subverting those tropes at the same time makes it a good, uh, a good story, and it's actually, um, the, you know, back to Oz's point, where it's like, yeah, like if the art was better, I'd be, you know, I'd be more excited about this book. The story is good, but again, I fell asleep halfway through, <laughs> or just slight of the halfway through, and uh, and I like where it's going. When I got to the end, I like where it's going. The last, per- the last, you know, the last. Well drawn book that did something like this with these monsters in an interesting way and subverted tropes and used tropes was Jeff Lemire's Frankenstein's and Agents of Shade. And that only lasted. Oh, yeah. That only lasted two centuries. So it's like, it's not like I'm going to expect DC to do something better. (laughs) Yeah. This is what I got now. Yeah. yeah,
0: Agents of Shade was a good book. I agree. It was amazing. I still
1: think about <laughs> yeah, it, and yeah. I still think of the art. I still think, yeah. like, man, I wish they would do more with this, with what they set up there. And they don't give a shit about it. You know, even Marvel, yeah, the, the Legion of Monsters, they don't do their shit with that either. Right? You know? no, you're right. You're right. So it's like that. And, I like and, that. The eye zombie mm-hmm. style, like that's that's what Agents of Shade was. That's what this is. And and mm-hmm. you know. I'm not getting that from anybody until Chips. I'm not even fan a fan of Chips Zdarsky as a writer that much. Um, Mm -hmm. Like I didn't like his Spider-Man, and from there I'm like I'm not a fan. Even though there's other stuff. (laughs) Can't write
0: Spider-Man, not a
1: fan. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, Yeah, editor, editor problems. You know that that's that's like it's when the movie was coming out that to make it feel like movie. Right, right, right. But yeah, but. Uh but he's uh, like hearing him talk in a panel he's like a like, stand-up show. <laughs> yeah. So I love the guy. L- reading his Twitter, amazing. <laughs> and and uh, I'm ready for his uh I'm ready for this book. I, I want to keep reading it. <laughs> cool. Hey, what did you think of the art man? Average. Yeah.
2: Like Yeah, pretty average. Like not great, but not bad. Yeah, um, I, I
1: it, enjoyed this style. Um, it, it's not; it wasn't as consistent as I like it, but like I do, like Haspiel, like I, it's the some of the the Vertigo stuff kind of looked like that, and and I'm okay with it. Uh, but I cut you off today.
2: I was gonna say it's kind of funny. Like you talk about art, one of the books we're reviewing today like from the first page it like it made my heart light how how amazing the art was
1: <laughs> but uh let me guess it was night of the ghoul no <laughs> no
2: man it's just it's no. so cool.
1: yeah. yeah i know i know i'm so mad cuz i took a bunch of screen captures of that book to like cuz I, I look we'll get to that <laughs> right we'll
4: get to it we'll get yeah. to it.
2: But yeah, it the art was fine, it, it didn't seem too bad. Um, I like the vampires, yeah. I mean, a better costume would have been cool, but
4: he was working
2: with would- what, what he had, like yeah. story wise, it made more sense.
1: It's part of the like, charm, right? And that that's kind of what I like too, where it's like like even it made me realize that when i read ass, it's like that that was too like streamlined mm-hmm. that was too iconic mm-hmm. like the fact that mm-hmm. it's not iconic <laughs> is is part of the the it it, it grounds it
0: right and th- and that's the thing too where you can see the costume and the like in this book where it like you can see the parts of it that are trying to be iconic like it doesn't quite get there but that feels makes it feel more real like it's like if you made your own costume in real life and you didn't have like some sort of like multi-millionaire person to like create the costume for you in secret because that's a thing right it's like yeah
4: we're
2: just like, a really good cosplay maker
0: yeah. well but here's the thing though still somebody that is like who Who's gonna keep your secret like that? You know what I'm saying? It's like you have to have like it literally like your best friend has to be like a ma- like a master, like cosplayer person. Cause if it's not your best friend, they're gonna tell somebody.
1: Oh, you treat it like a whore, you pay her to shut the fuck up.
4: No, what are you talking
0: about? Like people will take your money and talk. <laughs> that is That's real life. That's listen. Like, you you never heard of Stormy Daniels?
1: <laughs> no, but she was trying to save our democracy. She's a hero.
0: Oh, yeah, okay, whatever. You're right. She's an American hero. Look, <laughs> like, But anyway, hey, I she will turned say me this.
1: I have mushrooms on my pizza now.
0: <laughs> I will say this.
1: Oh, Emily's happy uh, about that. She don't like mushrooms on
4: pizza.
0: <laughs> I, I personally like the art better, I think, than than all the rest of you. Um it, and if I'm not mistaken, I think it was like—is it Lou? I think it was Lou that that was the artist on this. Or I, I'm not—I'm not one hundred percent certain on that though. Because I know it's like—I I feel like it's Chips Zdarsky and maybe Lou that did the art, and then
1: it's like, two dudes that did the art. But.
0: Well, but it's—it's it's one one of the dudes is the artist and one's the colorist, right? Is
1: that what it is? is that like
0: what it is? Allende or something it's like it's that.
2: Jason Lou is the artist and Paris Aline. Like, I mean, Is the colorist.
0: Ali? Okay, that's fair. Let's go with that. It's
2: A-L-L-E-Y-N-E.
0: Okay. If we messed your name up, we apologize. Because I'm sure we did. If it wasn't me, it was Jay. (laughs) But either way. We invite you to
2: come on the show and tell us how to pronounce it.
0: Indeed. Or just
2: test us out.
3: Or if (laughs) you want some drawing tips, I'm available.
0: Oh, see... See, we were cool right until that point. Now, now they're offended because of Oz.
3: I can't. We've see Oz's art,
0: <laughs> but but what I'm saying is, I do feel like the the art, like, and don't get me wrong, I I, I understand what were the criticisms that you all put forth. Oz's best not, art
1: is when he buys from Brazil.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm not saying that the criticisms are unfounded because I don't think that that's the case. At the same time, I do feel like there's a tone that's struck in, in this story. And I feel like the art services that tone in a, in a, in a real way. And not only that, but I also feel that um, like the characters, like the character art, um, especially when you talk about things like facial expressions and whatnot, is really good. Like when you talk about these four vampires, like a lot of their personality shows through in the art. Um, and, and, you know, part of it also comes through in the dialogue, but it's one of these things where you have these four vampires that are living together and they've been in this situation for a certain amount of time. And I feel like there's a lot of information you get from the way that their sentences are constructed and the interactions they have with each other, along with the expressions that the people do and don't have. And so I think that that's why I kind of want to emphasize that, you know, the art is is it might be a bit better than we're giving it credit for only because, yeah, like, I, by no means, like, it's not flashy comic book art. um, But at the same time, it like, I think it kind of goes to what you were saying, Mo, where you were like, it kind of has like a little bit of that vertigo kind of DNA inside of it. Yeah, and I feel like it—it's—it's it's telling a story with the art <coughs> in a way that's subtle, and it's like it's
1: you know, very—it's uh, very utilitarian. Yeah, but it's also expressive. And right? No,
0: right? It's, it's comic, like economy, like, economy of the panel.
1: You can see, like, okay, they did this because of of deadline, and they did this to convey this part of the story. <laughs> and, and and there's comics we've reviewed where you can't tell which is what <laughs> you know it's either you're right so, you're right I, the fact that the, you know uh, you're getting this from something that you can get uh whether you pay for it or not i, I think it is is a testament and you know at some parts are much more consistent like the main dudes the or the more adult looking guys forehead changes every other page in terms of how, how big it is. Um that is an inconsistency that I don't like, but I know it's him and I know that like the, re- yeah. the architecture in that panel looks good. Like the, the perspective between the window and how far he's from it or how, how far he's from <laughs> the, the wall behind them like looks good. Yeah. Even though his forehead doesn't. Yeah. yeah see
0: and but that's the thing too where it's one of those things where it's like you have the uh like you're talking about like basically the guy who's like the head chef of, of yeah. like the all-nighter and it's like like there's a lot of expressions that you get from him because I feel like mm-hmm. he's the character that you have to infer the most about right like all all the other characters kind of tell you more about themselves like more overtly yeah he's the one that you get like he 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 speaks less.
1: And so his expression. Right now, like how he's just in the background, not as much detail in that one. The proportions are okay from a profile view when he actually talks to Frankenstein, like when they come in at to the diner at the end. It just Mm -hmm. looks the proportion looks off. I don't even think it's that much off, Mm -hmm. but it looks off. I Uh, hear you. It's just it it took me out of it, but. Again, yeah. it's utilitarian, like the story gets conveyed properly through the art. <laughs> and yeah. uh, it's not a failure. Like it's not like just bad art. Yeah.
0: No, no, no. I don't I don't think so either. And uh, yeah, like look, just on the two panels that we just saw, like you're right. Like that person there almost looks like a different person than the person we were right. looking at previously. So I can see where you're coming from with that.
1: But the light, the way the light hits that bone structure looks yeah. Amazing. Like you can't see. No, it looks that. great. Yeah. well but
0: again like that's 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 a colorist right right but, yeah, yeah yeah
1: but yeah, that's part of the whole book <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah but it's it's really interesting because like I said like in those two issues there's a lot of world building and there's a lot of questions that it for me I was intrigued. I was like, wow, like I did not like <coughs> honestly. A book about vampires running a diet a diner, and one of them deciding to become a superhero, like or a mass vigilante, would have been enough for me. <laughs> you know, where I'm just like, no, oh, that feels like that feels like more than enough story for us. Like, there are a lot of places we can go with just that by itself. But all the other things that they introduce in just the two issues, I'm like, oh wow, like this is like, like they're trying to go places with this book and I'll, I'll i'll go for that ride because and you know like here's the messed up part for me i was like so is, are they printing this or no <laughs> like is this only digital because i'm like don't get me wrong Like, i'll read a digital only book but it's not my preference like i'd rather buy a physical copy and so i'm like what are the plans for that
1: <laughs> i think if this is uh, i think if this is part of the Substack stuff I think they have some sort of print deal with Dark Horse, but down the
0: line, or it's already happened.
1: I, I, I think it's it's down the line, but closer than you think. <laughs> okay, and that's fine. Yeah. Look, but here's here, and here's the thing.
0: Like, at the end of the day, I'm all about good comics. <clears throat> yeah. You know, like I just want to read good comics, and it's like if digital is where I need to read it because it's a good book, I'll read it digitally. But I'm just like, you know, that's not, for me personally, not my preference. Like, I'd rather read a physical book. And so I'm just like, oh, like, you know. But hey, like, hats off to Comicsology. Like, like, I, I, like, yeah, like, I, I read this and I was like, I would like to read more of this. <laughs> Especially considering where I'm like, I read a whole nother book that I thought was the book. <laughs> and, like, I'm not mad at Oz, because I, like, I'm sure that part of Oz's frustration was I had already read another book. Like if he had come to this first, he probably would have gotten through it. But you know, if you read two issues of a different book, Look, you might be like, "Ah." Eh.
1: We all knew we were doing comicology originals. So if you didn't see that logo on the cover, that's your fault.
0: Uh, I mean, Mo, I, I like you can't hold that against the book.
1: I'm not holding. I'm not saying he should have
0: held it against the book. Yeah. Like, understand? I read as many issues of it as were available. I'm just saying, you know, Oz and I are different people. I'm not mad at Oz because you know I know Oz. Uh, I respect who Oz is as an individual. I'm mad at Oz. <laughs> okay, and that's the fair. thing that, sucks. Do that. sucks.
2: The thing that sucks is that it's not on Comicsology, so I can't even Wait, read the book? it.
0: What do you mean the books on Comicsology? That's where I read it.
2: David Holland's all nighter.
0: Oh no, no, that's not where I read that. I thought you were talking about the other. Right.
2: One. No, you guys have been talking about it so much. I'm a little interested to at least read like the first issue.
0: Listen, Jay, I'm gonna tell you right now, Jay. I think you would love this book. <laughs> like, like honestly, I feel like you'll really be into it.
2: <laughs> right, but it's not yeah, yeah, you're available right. digitally. No, so it's, it's, like, it's
0: not on Comixology. No.
2: Ugh. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand why people don't want to make money. Like, <laughs> well, I would. Well, keep it. I would buy the book. Like, they would get money for it, and they wouldn't even have to lose money on printing paper.
0: Like, it's
4: Under, all wow, just a
0: digital file.
4: Keep, keep in that mind the that, that this is.
0: The, uh, well, go ahead, Mo.
1: <clears throat> One of the things about comicsology is I don't know how good they are for the independent creator to make money as a platform. Um, so that's <laughs> the only thing because I know th- even when Comicsology Unlimited came out, like the 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 stuff that was Unlimited, like nobody got any kind of residuals or anything off of those things. It was just a deal really? done with the publishers. Yeah, it was. There was a lot wow. of criticism, and you know, I'm the type of guy that when shit like that happens, I don't want to support certain things. Mm-hmm. But Amazon is just brilliant at like making me. Making it hard to cancel subscriptions. So, right, right. I just kept it and I just kept, you know, and you know what I do, Larry? Like, I'll reboot like comics I'll buy from the shop. And when I don't get to, I'll just buy direct from the artist (laughs) when I get to Right, right. Absolutely. And in the last two years or so, it's been harder to do that. Of course. I'll buy a third, I'll buy a print. Like, all right. But that's just me. And I I advise you to do that if you can. Like, see how you can fund the artist directly. But um, yeah, it, it, even like selling your like if you're an independent creator like on Image and you want your book on Comicsology, like you might not be able to to get make all that much. Like you got to split. That. I don't know what the split is. I, I, I would like to talk to an artist. If anybody out there wants to out, where I'm praising Comicsology this episode for its ability to give me comics. But if you want to talk shit of it. Uh, as an artist <laughs> or a creator, uh, hit, hit us up. FantasticForum at gmail.com because I want to hear about, too. I want to make sure, like, I'm enjoying this and my money's going somewhere. I want to know that some of it's going to you. And mm-hmm. if
2: David Hahn wants to put All Nighter on Comicsology, I will give him, like, five bucks next time I see him to help compensate him. <laughs> like, well, like f- I give him like five bucks for each ep- issue I read. Like if I stop at one, no, I just no. give him five. But if I read the whole thing, I'll give him twenty-five bucks.
0: Now, now, in in fairness, we're talking about a book that <clears throat> was written like ten years ago. Like for all we know, David Honda doesn't even make comic books anymore.
1: Let's see. So
3: <laughs> you can get on. So that. you're saying?
2: So, say that again, so- Iris.
3: Nice? See, okay, cuz I, I found it on Amazon and one of the but options. Not for buying it, well, one of the options for buying it is Kindle and Comixology.
1: Right. You can
3: oh that, that might be weird. One of the formats to buy all nighter, the, the wrong all-nighter.
2: Hell, that's weird.
3: Right. I, I, I know that's that's what I'm saying. Like I was I was gonna look up like where you can buy the book and that's Amazon right there, Kindle and Comicsology. But you guys couldn't find it. It, I think Lawrence might have messed you up. You don't put the dash.
4: Well, That's, I went to Ma-
0: Dash in the title, right?
3: No. I went to Dave Ahans oh.
0: page,
2: his creator page on Comicsology, <laughs> and it's I not went,
3: there. It's a it's book, you know.
1: On Amazon, I went to uh, All Nighter. And it gave me like Urban Decay Foundation.
2: Right. And Sanquion Girl Soft Bras.
1: Now, let's see. I'm going to try a thing here. And it's going to take a I little don't bit. Know what that I'll do it in the background. Soft I think bra. if you go on the Image Comics app, which is powered by Comicsology, you can get it. But that's an experiment we'll do here. Oh, oh never mind. The Image Comics app is no longer available in the App Store.
4: <laughs> Jeez. there
1: you go. Damn. Now, where are, are all my comics that I bought there?
0: Listen, man. Look, we ran out. Of, we ran out of digital paper, friend.
4: No more you digital paper.
1: Gonna, I, we. I have to send an email tomorrow because that <laughs> that is not good. It's hard I, I, out blame, here. I blame the Union. <laughs> the European Union or like no, the image the US. They, they oh, oh the
0: image oh got you. We'll we'll get to that hopefully. We will get to that hopefully. Look, look. So let's rate the right all-nighter. <laughs> all nighter. The right, the correct, the all nighter. Uh Moses, what would you rate the all nighter?
1: I would give it a four out of five. I enjoy I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Um, the art, while inconsistent does a good job of conveying it and the narrative like just the personalities of four vampires living together and running a diner alone is a good mm-hmm. sitcom and mm-hmm. a, and it could be a good like Night of the Living Dead like bottle type horror movie or bottle type conflict. And uh, it just subverts all of that and goes this way, and that—that's right. like, from knowing Chipsudarski. I know that that's like his sensibilities, and I can see like this is his stamp on it, and I- I'm all for it. So yeah, four out of five for me. And again, like I got it through my Comicsology subscription, five ninety nine once a month, about the price of a comic and a half, <laughs> and mm-hmm. I got all this vast library. There you go. And I don't uh, have to deal with the comic shop not having my book because the distributor is all fucked up.
0: <laughs> We're looking at you, Penguin Random House. Oz, what would you rate the correct, the All Nighter?
3: Ah, uh, two. Right, like, right, I could see. I, I want to do one, but I could see where it might go someplace interesting, and it if does. I get if I g- get through the first half of the first book, I might get to a point yeah, where right. I would enjoy it, but right, I got right. five or six pages in, and I was out.
0: There <laughs> you go. That's fair. That's fair. Jay, what would you rate the all-nighter?
2: Um, I would rate it a four. Um, interesting characters uh, seems to be a- interesting characters, interesting world, and it seems to be going in and interesting direction. Um, I like it.
0: Yeah. Cool. I give it a 4.5. It's a good book. And, you know, I mean, I feel like the story is there 100%. Uh, I feel like the art is really good. Uh, it's not great, though. And so, it's like, you know, like, Honestly, like, there's a lot of comic artists that are, like, people that people like that I would be like, they shouldn't be the one to do this book, but, like, you know who 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 the artists that could do this book that you would be like, oh, man, it's like a whole nother level, like a different book, is, like, if a Fiona Staples was, like, the artist on this book, like, this would be, like, right up there with Saga. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was and thinking so, of somebody, too. Like, if a Mike Allred did it, it'd be, like, the hipster book of the year.
0: Yeah, yeah, no. Mike Mike Allred, because it's Mike Allred, would, yeah, it would be a different thing. But, honestly, like, <laughs> Lou's art is just as good as Mike Allred's. And uh... it's, like,
4: Mike...
1: No,
0: no, look, look, listen... We're gonna we're gonna pretend like Mike Alred is great. And it's
1: like No, you know, Mike, but Mike he's Allred? consistent. Like the foreheads look no, no, the same kind of a panel. I, 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 like I, and the I'll pieces. give you that.
4: Yeah.
0: No, I will give you that, but it's like, you know, it's like one of those things where you know, and you're right. You're right. Like it's Mike, Mike Alred is us, every every panel of Mike Alred is always gonna look like what it's supposed to look like. And that I can give you you're right. Mike Alred yeah. is
1: consistent. That's the whole point in the review though. At I least hear for that. me. A, for me that's the and whole that, point. I don't that would make it a five out of five book, just the consistency alone. Not and even the style, the art. The art is fine. The inconsistencies would would kill. Yeah, me. and
0: I, I I can give you that. Like you know, I can't I can't knock it. But if Fiona Staples was the artist on this book, it, people would have like a whole nother. They'd be like, wow, this is the most amazing thing we've ever seen, <laughs> which is wild. But that makes sense because it's a comic book. Like the the art is a big part of it. So, okay. you know, but it has to be somebody of that caliber that can, like, because, again, Fiona Staples is somebody that, like, when you're talking about facial expressions and that kind of, like, telling a story through strictly a panel, it's like, you have to get to that caliber, I think. And, you know, I feel like Lou does that, it just doesn't do it in every panel. So, yeah. So I'm going to give it a four, a 4.5. All right, gents. What book are we talking about next? Night of the of Ghoul. Night of the Ghoul. There it is. All right. Uh, was this you, Mo?
1: Yeah, this was one of mine. All right. <laughs> I'm a, a subscriber to Scott Snyder's Substack, and uh, he's taking a, a interesting approach to that subscriber based social network. It's like the OnlyFans for comic creators.
4: Like, <laughs> just pay
1: them for content you know, and they'll they'll do the little um you know they'll they'll tease you with what they can give you and and Snyder does a he teaches you a writing class but you know throughout the class he says oh knight of the ghoul i'm gonna go through this script and tell you how to write a comic <laughs> comics writing 101 you know mm-hmm. and uh he'll do other stuff too but he'll throw this in he threw the other book we're talking about in uh we have demons and uh it's a promotional tool more than anything that i paid 75 dollars a year for um <laughs> but I, i'm learning <laughs> i'm learning things you know one of the things i learned is that i am a fucking idiot for thinking i could take a class now that i'm older if i wasn't a good student <laughs> now um it's part of my success <laughs> so I'm too cool for school. So why? Why? Oh, I, sign up for a class. Yeah, yeah and I'm terrible at it. I already. I'm already a truant. Three out of the three and a half classes, <laughs> you know, and I've been high for the one. But um, just like high school all over. But yeah, this book, Night of the Ghoul, is like just the. Francesco Francavia art style period. like I did my my scene here to look like one of his art pictures. <laughs> yeah Our <laughs> contrast of black and white and red and grays and oranges. and this book does that like right from the cover. It's what you get and uh, this is a story of a man that goes and he's a fan of this film. And he seeks out the director and writer, and finds him in his elderly hospice home, and says, uh, "I I saw your film. I think it's a masterpiece, but it was destroyed, and I want (laughs) to, I want to find out what happens." You know, it's kind of like when, uh, when Joe finally hunts out Rob Liefeld and gets, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) you know, uh, shit like that, Um, but. This one turns; it takes a different turn. It, it's, it's it's about a, a movie that talks about a ghoul in World War II that creates all these. Um, it, it's the original monster, one that that gives all the legends in history, and it turns out the shit's real. And the guy that finds the director finds out that there's people trying to set it free, and people trying to destroy it. And there's a war going on. And now, because of just being a fanboy, he's stuck in the middle. And he's also trying to create a relationship with his son. (laughs) Which, like, the son and the mother seem like they're in cahoots about the divorce. So that that all happens in issue one. And it's it's very meaty in terms of character. And uh, it's one of the reasons why we love Zack Snyder here. Uh, Not for, you know, certain things more than others, but this is like he's back to his roots of why we fell in love with his writing early on. Scott Snyder. That's what I said? Scott Snyder? You got Zack Snyder on the brain because I, I just watched that zombie movie on Netflix that just came out too. That was his. Oh, the
0: one of
1: No, the other one, the uh, uh, Army of Thieves.
0: Army of Thieves. That's what
1: it is. Yeah. yeah. The prequel to Army of the Dead.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen either one of those. Are they any good?
1: Uh well, you're gonna hate the second. The well, you're gonna hate Army of the Dead because it's zombies and it, they're they're topless. Uh, you hate titties; they make your your penis hard, so you you don't like it. Um, wait, and then, wait, zombie zombie? <laughs> yeah, it's in Vegas. It takes place in Vegas, so there's showgirl zombies like with their tits hanging out. And prostitute zombies and tigers. But are, they,
0: but are they like
1: decomposing? Look, you're gonna have to watch if you want to get your rocks off Larry. I'm not this isn't a review of that.
3: I, a, I'm just trying to yeah, there's a movie called Trippers <laughs> starring Jenna starring Jenna Jameson and yeah.
1: Yeah, but that wasn't I mean Robert Englund was good in it, but that wasn't that great. Uh, there's not a lot of movies in it. There is, but that that's yeah. you know what are you talking about. Right? No, the, the the other one's aren't actually a good movie. I'm just
0: asking if the breasts are decomposing or not. Like, I feel like it's a simple question. You're gonna
1: have to watch it, Larry. Does it matter? Like, that's what I'm gonna make it you does. watch. Does you one hundred percent? I'm gonna make Larry watch 100%, next, yes. time, next time, for the next uh, voluntary torture. Larry's gonna watch Army of the Dead.
4: <laughs> you
1: ask a lot of questions on stuff that shouldn't matter, oh, or stuff he claims he doesn't like. Like He doesn't like horror stuff and he doesn't like nudity and he doesn't like porn stuff. And he's over here asking all these questions about this when we're trying to review Night of the Ghoul. Hand check. Okay. Hey look, one one's on his lip right there because the other one's down his pants. You were a thumb sucker, weren't you, Larry? I could tell. I don't you. think so. I don't yeah. know. See, look the phone. Anyway. Yeah, I see it. The audience yeah. doesn't see it because the camera's on me, but <laughs> I see you here in the backstage. So, the <laughs> um, you the could take the camera off of me, Jay. <laughs> that was the cue.
3: <laughs> he checked out.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he was thinking of the zombie titties. Hey, <laughs> Larry's doing this with his hand. I awesome hand check. That means get the camera off of me. Sorry,
2: I was trying to see if I could find a screenshot for Larry.
1: No, no,
3: no. You got to save that for the Larry watches oh. of, of the zombie boobies. I don't think we can put that on YouTube.
1: You can Mine. It's fine.
3: I... <laughs> like, you say it's like, fine. Need... We need like a strike of some sort.
0: Right. These these guys aren't trying to make... They're trying to make zero money.
3: <laughs> Dude, we need
2: We need about 3,900 more... Uh, subscribers before we can make money,
1: right? And you know how you, how you mean, get. And getting content them? strikes
3: isn't going to help us. Showing
2: titties. Okay.
3: Showing titties.
2: Right, that's how you get but, subscribers by showing titties,
3: but, but only the decompose And I'm not showing time. mine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I have to.
1: Uh, I gotta go take a piss. I told <laughs> you what I to do. Is speak take amongst the, yourselves. Get the camera with you.
3: With you. <laughs> so, Night of the Ghoul, I the comic, I guess. Look, I I saw a delightful movie starring starring Peter Cushing. Like, yeah,
1: it, it's kind of based on on like that type of stuff. But you read the comic, right? Sure. Yeah, ah, it's, it's very funny. Funny. <laughs> like J, J now, You know, well, you I read it because the audience wrote what, you, know, what you, you thought of Night of the Ghoul.
3: You you know I read it because this is one of those wall of text that just slapped me in the face, and at first I thought okay well they're setting something up, it, there's this cool little wolves something's gonna happen, and so once you get through the initial world building, that you know the setups that they have to do, he finally gets to the point where he's talking to this this old man in the in the hospital bed. Then they go through the movie and I got another wall of text, and the whole like they have to introduce a whole new world to me. And I'm just sitting there like, just give me the movie or give me the comic, but what the hell are we doing here? Why, <laughs> Why are you not reading a novel when I, I picked up a comic book? It's just Jeez. it's just too much. It, it's just Ooh, too much. But this well, it, here's the thing about reading a book like this. In October, because we're doing horror stuff, uh, I th- I wish this was a one shot. Because a couple, if this is a monthly thing, then you know next next month, month and a half, I'm going to be looking for Christmas stuff, and I'm not going to be interested in horror anymore. And so, stretching out this book that long, you know, it should either came out earlier or been uh, a if not a one-shot, if you really got... If you have all that text you got to put out there because you got that itch or whatever the hell's going on with Scott Snyder, then you will trade paperback. But stretching it out, it just... I'm going to lose interest quick. And it doesn't help the, the way you start this book.
4: Okay. Even, the old-,
3: even the old man, like, he... He wasn't just an old man. Like I, I, I thought he was a burn victim, the way he was drawn. Right. I don't know what the heck was going on with him, but he, like I thought, I was gonna read a story about how this old man got messed up like that. But apparently, he's just an old man. No. At that point,
4: uh, no, no, you gotta know. read. You
3: gotta, you gotta read the. I only I read the first it?
4: issue.
3: I didn't know there was right. a second issue because when I when I looked when I looked it up, there's only one.
1: Yeah, there's all, but you can tell from what he, the wall of text that it seems like you probably ignored, (laughs) that there's there's some adverse reaction to being exposed to the ghoul. Yeah, I don't read that much text because
3: there's too much knowledge. (laughs) Knowledge is power, and power corrupts. So knowledge is evil.
4: There it is. Yeah, I was a patriot.
1: That's what they tell stupid people. <laughs> I'm just gonna drink up here. Yeah, that helps, I, that Jay. helps reading comprehension too.
0: <laughs> Jay, Jay what, what did you think of Night of the Gold? Cool?
2: Um, it was interesting. I don't know. It was there was something about this book that made my my internal sensory going to overdrive. Like I was hearing the classic horror music when the movie was playing and seeing like the film filter.
1: Yeah.
2: And like, I guess that's a credit to the book or mm-hmm. just a credit to my mind being in overdrive. But it was an interesting read
0: it sets a tone,
2: right? And the thought of the ghoul being the first monster was actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I know in general ghouls are pretty versatile. Um. So, but to use it like this is like, what's the word? Creative, um, inventive. There you go. They used it in an inventive way. So I, yeah, like, I, it, it got me interested. And if I could speak just a tiny bit on what Oz was saying Christmas horror is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know why you wouldn't be in the Christmas horror. Like, okay, Nightmare Before Christmas isn't horror, horror, but it's like great. Yeah. During Christmas or Halloween. Uh, Krampus is amazing.
1: It's the reason why everybody starts selling Christmas stuff after Halloween is <laughs> because of Nightmare Before Christmas.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Hey, man, sure. Jesus, it connects the two holidays.
0: Yeah, To the, right. to the chagrin of Thanksgiving.
4: Eh.
2: <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, we're not girl, even going to be celebrating Thanksgiving in like 10 years.
1: I think so. No. Yeah, everyone's all
2: anti-colonizer. Yeah. And this is like colonizer Christmas. Like Thanksgiving is colonizer Christmas.
1: Well, Christmas is colonizer Christmas because <laughs> people in Nigeria weren't celebrating uh Christmas till the Christians got there. You know what I mean? Mexicans yeah. didn't give a fuck about Jesus till the Spaniards got there. Yeah. I feel I feel
0: like uh, you know, it's like Columbus Day is, is
2: like calling
4: as a Christmas. Yeah, but it's all that,
2: you saw what happened to Columbus Day this year. Like, no, have to people just cut it out. And trust me, Thanksgiving is going the same way. Like, Thanksgiving is on the way out. It's uh, not a huge loss for me. I'm not that into Turkey. Um... So I
0: feel, I feel like I mean, Thanksgiving will have a similar metamorphosis where we just change the focus. Now you can you can celebrate Thanksgiving and focus on the indigenous people versus the colonists.
1: Yeah, thank you for being martyrs for us.
2: <laughs> where we celebrate their defeat every year. Yeah, Is that
1: what happens? It's, it wasn't a
0: war.
2: It, yeah, it was just. How camp- come so many of them died? Yeah, it was just a genocide.
0: Well, that didn't happen on Thanksgiving. That happened after Thanksgiving, like with the smallpox later.
2: It's a slippery slope. From dining (laughs) with someone to them giving you polio.
0: Right, or COVID. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you. I feel that. I feel that. Anyway. So, going back to Night of the Ghoul. (laughs) It, like what? What did what? What did
1: you think of it, Moses? Oh, I love it! Like how Joe said, the the sensory, <coughs> the, the, it just taps into creating an image in your mind. It, while there are images and words there already, it just the art really connects the two. Uh, Joe put the picture earlier that I wanted to share, and I'll share a more. Um,
2: Which uh, one was it?
1: It was the same one, but I, I just want to share a more. Um, how do you say, uh, zoomed in look. And it's just the color palette is limited. You know, Frank Avila, that's how he draws. He draws everything in shades of gray and red or orange, depending on how you look at it. But, like, just that face right there, that expression, like, he is a minimalist type of artist where he just works with contrast and creates definition with that, but the, just that that look on his face is expressive and that's just that little one panel um, and it just you know, and then he throws in that like weird beige light, it creates a warm light that just complements you know that orange but it separates it from that gray like it, it's just it's almost like he's a master artist. <laughs> I'm, I'm convinced mm-hmm. of it that he's a master artist, even though you know I probably won't like his art, but it this shit's the shit's amazing. It it's it, it's why I did my lighting <laughs> the way I did it today. because um, it's like I gotta create that in picture form. And I actually did take a selfie with the lighting, but I'm not gonna show it here. So um <laughs> but <laughs> You'll see it if you follow us on Instagram, at Fantastic Form, and it's just yeah that whole uh, the far as as far as the story goes, it reminds me of like the string <laughs> where it takes something, yeah, gives you a different genre or a, a similar genre and adds this to it and gives you a whole new perspective on that genre. It transcends, right, the genre and. That's what this book did. I, I really, like, this is a five-star book out of me. Like, th- this is, it's it. Like, I, I didn't even think, you know, I, I'm familiar with Frank Avila's art as a cover, and I've seen him do oh, fat really? art. Like, just like, oh, Alien came out today. If you follow him on Instagram, like, so he, he'll do redo a movie poster in his style. Or like Psycho right. came out today in 19-whatever, you know? And, uh he'll just do that or like if he likes like David Bowie died he'll just draw David Bowie <laughs> and it's like mm-hmm. it's not amazing I love it and I would love if there wasn't so much black in it I would love to get it tattooed on me <laughs> but mm-hmm. it, it's too too much black um that's for cover-ups but uh yeah <laughs> the, the book as a whole the story I mean the wordiness I, I it, it felt right I felt. You know, we have demons. I felt was a lot wordier than this. I yeah. think a lot of the expressiveness of the story was done through the art, and uh, it, it just it just works so well. <laughs> like I, I can't. There's so many just levels of how great this is. Like from enjoying uh, the the you know the bumpers in a horror anthology type horror comic like this has that <laughs> and it yeah. uses it the way it tells you the, the the story and then it like it it gives you the feeling of watching a vignette that's shot differently than the rest of the episode if you're watching a, a horror anthology TV show you know yeah. it, it just incorporates all these cinematic themes just not it, even like the cinematography the framing of the shots like crankiewicz is a master at that and Uh, That's why his covers are so great. Like, every Afterlife of Archie uh, that we've reviewed on the show, I think, was his cover. Yeah? Yeah. Or one of them was, for sure. Um, So, yeah. To me, this is one of the perfect like, to end horror season on Fantastic Forum in terms of comics. Like, this is the perfect book to, (laughs) to review at the end.
0: Yeah. I hear that. I hear that. Uh, I, I know personally, like I, I, really enjoyed this book myself as well. Uh, you know, like it's really eerie, and uh, you know, I know that some people might feel like, oh, well, if that's what you're saying, you might think of that as a bad thing. But um, I, I mean that as a good thing, or I'm just like, you know, it's a, it, it, it it's a book that's trying to strike a particular tone and it's successful at it, you know? Um, the story is really interesting as well, especially considering that, you know, it's like it has a lot of different layers to it and really almost any one of those layers have been fine in and of themselves, but the fact that they're like, you know, like you have <coughs> Scott Snyder and he's just like, oh, well, yeah, no, I get it. Like, I could do just this, but let me go, like, one level deeper. And he's like, I could do just those two things, so let me go another level deeper. It's like, that's all very interesting, you know, where it's just like, oh, like, I, you know, I I didn't know what this book was going to be going in and having come out the other end of issue one, I'm just like, oh. It feels like there's a lot to unpack and, like, it it felt like I would be very happy to read issue two just to kind of see where where they decide to go next because they they gave me enough story in the first issue for me to actually be like I don't know like they they have like two or three different directions they could go in and any one of them would be interesting and if they decide to do just one that that's fine if they decide to do Two, then that would be even better. And if they decide to go like three different directions, then hey, let's let's just keep our fingers crossed and hope that they do it successfully. You know what I mean? But issue one I feel like was like a good a good look. So I would definitely read issue two.
2: Cool. Yeah. So we ready to rate?
0: Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. How about let's start with you, Oz. What would
3: you rate, Night of the Ghoul? I'll probably go with a a four. It's not it, it's not a bad book, and most partially right. I wasn't if if I just picked up this book and looked at that art without actually reading the the story, I might be a little bit turned off. But I get what they were going with. Hopefully it was on accidental, but. Every panel, every page felt like it was done in a style of a old classic horror poster. Yeah. And so that made the art style like if he did it on purpose, it's genius. If he did it on accident, then he's lucky. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: and being a friend, I can tell you he did it on purpose.
4: Yeah, <laughs> like that's that's a I'm lot saying, of man. luck. Yeah,
3: and yeah, that's what I, I believe I believe that he would do that on purpose because it's it, it feels really intentional. Yeah. So yeah, like normal day the art would turn me off, but it fits the story and that's that makes it better in my book. And uh like I said it's it's not a bad story. I kind of want to see what happens in the movie. Uh I kind of I I want to read more. And so that's automatically a four if it makes you more.
0: Jay, what about you, buddy? What would you rate Night of the Ghoul?
3: Um,
2: I would give it a four. I love the tone. I love the ghoul. Um, yeah, and the kid is interesting. Like, I do want to see what his deal is. And the cult is pretty cool, scary kind of. Like, that scared me. Like, when they were in the hall and then they weren't. <laughs>
3: like That scene actually, like, made me kind of mad. Because the security guard just told that kid, hey, don't go down that hallway. Kid's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm just, you know, I'm sending the text. And, like, the next page, kids is down the hallway and the security guard is nowhere to be found. Like, <laughs> what the hell? Did you just fall asleep? This dude's not doing his job. F that dude. <laughs> uh, if it turns out he's like a cult member and was luring the kid in there, then hey, you know what? That's there, more brilliance that
4: <laughs> I, I didn't expect.
1: Had you uh, had you read the the words fully? It kind of it, it, it kind of that's kind of what's happening. It's inadvertent, oh, yeah. but they're there for that reason. They're they're they caught in the middle of something that's about to happen.
2: Yeah, so I would give it a four. Like, I'm definitely gonna keep reading this. Um, I'm actually interested in the film. Like, I want to see this movie.
0: The the film in the book. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Okay. Moses Magnum. Would you rate? Not nah, cool.
1: Um, I would. Uh, th- this is a five five out of five for me. Like, I can see that he. I'm almost a hundred percent certain he drew this on um, Procreate on his iPad, and it it, it works really well. <laughs> like, it's just done really well, and uh, it, the format that the the medium that this is distributed in, which is comixology unlimited four tablets format books formatted for digital distribution really just lets these colors that aren't super shiny they're not flashy but it it really lets uh, this (coughs) really where's my ipad (laughs) this expensive ass screen (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. really like those colors really shine. Those three or four colors he loves to use really, really shine, and it's so smooth and sharp, and it's just on point. Like, the art and colors just hit on point, and uh, it, it's... Yeah, I, I it, this feels like, because there's so many almost subplots, like, to these characters, <laughs> like, this... I wouldn't be surprised if this gets turned into a TV show you know, an ongoing series, it feels that way and not it doesn't feel like they made it for that. It just feels like this would be a good one. If, you know, of course, if they follow it, like they use the the comic as the script or the storyboard, you know? And that's part of the beauty of it, too, is that you don't need a live action version of this because these storyboards just flow so well. You know, the dialogue right. flows well and the art flows well, like it's already perfect as it is, right? Yeah.
2: I didn't notice that hand the first time I read this. I was
3: just about to say that I just noticed that too. Oh, really?
0: Right.
2: Yeah,
3: I'm old people, but I didn't notice that hand when I first read that page. And, and, and that
0: a- hand that hand's a
1: callback, yeah,
0: because there's of the hand a lot of- earlier in the book in the movie,
1: so. Um, if you, man, it might be hard to see here. I'm gonna share the screen again. Uh, <laughs> but there's a lot of hidden <clears throat> Easter eggs, if you can call them, on in this art that Frank yeah. does. And it, it's part of what creates a tone. Even if you don't see it, you, your um, your subconscious sees it. But there's always like eyes looking at you. Some oh snack. Yeah. I didn't even
0: see that. Yeah. That's and that, that
1: happens it happens throughout the comic. Like here you'll see like there's like a skull right here. There's two eyes and teeth.
0: Look, yeah. it's interesting because I, I did notice that even the building looks like a skull.
1: Right. Yeah. And he does that a lot. Yeah. And uh that's and, interesting. And, and here and that that's the thing that I think this is might be the first like fully well, no, because the the Black Beetle on Dark Horse was one of the first um, Frank Cavilla books that I've ever the fully drawn <laughs> by him um, that I read. But that's a different tone. It's not a horror. It's more right. of a noir. And um, but I think there was there might have been a DC like a Batman one that he did. But again, like this one, this him his art style lends itself to horror and. Like these little Easter eggs that he does just yeah, it's I don't even know. Like where's my like notes on describing whiskey? Cause it's perfectly like ancient. <laughs> <laughs> the flavor isn't intense, it's not biting, it's subtle, but jarring. And it's yeah, it's disturbing and comforting at the same time, which is really like the worst part about horror, because right when you think there's peace and security, there's something looking at you from the shadows. Mm. You know, and he he embodies that in every every fucking panel, even if there's eyes. Yeah, in yeah. yeah.
0: You know, I, I I thought this book was like pretty amazing myself, and I do agree. Like the the like the narrative it tells in regards to like. The ghoul and and the place the ghoul has throughout, like the fiction of of monster lore, is pretty amazing. And you know, I mean, honestly, again, it, like there's a lot of layers to this, um, but each one is really interesting in and of itself. And yeah, for that reason, I think I would give this four point five out of five as well. Where I'm just like, it's great. It's a great book. I'm enjoying it thoroughly or I enjoyed reading it thoroughly and I would definitely read issue number two. So yeah, let's go. All right. right. Should we go ahead and transition to we have demons?
1: Yep. Let's do it.
0: All right. And, uh, I don't know. Do do do. I mean, I know Jay and Mo. You all talked about it already. Do you do you want, do you want me to like introduce this book, or do you all one you want to do this?
1: Uh, I think you should do it.
0: Okay. So, uh, we have do we have demons? Is uh.
3: <laughs> Sounds like you saw a movie, too.
0: No, no, no. I, we we have demons. Is uh. Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo teaming up once again, uh, which you know, it's uh, the they they've done a couple of different things, but of course, most popular, which is the Batman at this point. But uh, the Batman book, which yeah, classic run for the most part. Um, but this is them getting back together and making a book that is pretty steeped in a uh, in like. Christian mythology, and so you have a uh, a young lady who is is learning about her father's past, and in doing so, basically, kind of getting set down a path, and where she needs to hunt demons for herself, and so, uh, yeah, it, it I mean. Greg Capullo, of course, like for most people, like the, the introduction to him was for most people was on spawn. So there's no uh he has no uh uh lack of, of of experience when it comes to drawing demons. And so, you know, he's he's done that many a time. And then of course you have Scott Snyder and he he, he can write pretty much for, for the most part, what he whatever he wants. It's just a matter of, you know, I think the, the big part the big thing here is this is Scott Snyder without a lot of uh editorial edit, you know, like this is him being free to kind of write what he wants to write and him being free to have Greg Capullo draw what things that, that he knows Greg Capullo can already draw. So that that's where we kind of end up with we have demons. So uh, Moses, what what were your initial thoughts on this book?
1: Uh, I was kind of <laughs> well, it's kind of wordy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, like if that's one, this one felt wordy uh, in the way that kind of Oz felt. Of oh, the other one for me it, it took a little bit to get into like right when you open it up there's a page of prose. Yeah. Yeah, I, I honestly
0: I, thought that this was the book I was there, talking about too. There is it was a little so surprise.
1: Yeah. Like the first few pages they move the art to the side. The right. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know, but this is part of what you get when you get a dude that's a good writer, <laughs> you know, and he does a book on his own terms with limited <laughs> edit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this is what you're going to get. And I, so I put that off to the side from my head. And then it still kept getting wordy. <laughs> like the dialogue, <laughs> was, was, you know, the, the, I don't want to call it a nonlinear timeline, but the way the book starts with the narration, like right there. When it's taking place, and then there's multiple flashbacks within flashbacks. <laughs> right, it's, right. It, it's a hard thing to pull off in a comic book, you know. It's a hard thing to pull off in a movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and here, I felt that it was pulled off well. Um, it 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 paid off at the end, and I, I think that alone deserves a little bit of of recognition and praise (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it's uh, I I would I want to see the actual like notes like the rough draft the the outline like how how are we going to do this (laughs) yeah how are we going to set this up from a pre-production standpoint because it it seems like the pre-production for this is a would be a a, quite an undertaking Um, but once it gets going like I'm all in like you know the, the fact that it's really about uh, a daughter, a strange-type daughter that isn't estranged necessarily by proximity, <laughs> but by just the secrets that the parents keep from the daughter a- and not knowing her full heritage is a really interesting origin story for this character. So once it boils to that, it's like I- I'm all in. It-, it took me a while to get to that all-in point. Even when you look at... Um, Snyder's other book, we, you know, Night of the Ghoul, cool, like one of the things that attracts <laughs> the the main character to the director to find him is like it's a story about you know, fathers and sons and the secrets they keep from each other, you know? And this mm-hmm. is a similar theme here. Right. And it's just executed in a different way and it, 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 it's a different perspective. And uh it's it's like the, these two themes concurrently uh i don't think are by accident (laughs) you know right um we we saw this happen with your your animal man and your swamp things in the new 52 where it's like they these things were happening and they were happening parallel but then they find a place where they they meet and uh it it was great and now we're we're i feel like we're kind of seeing something i don't know if they're going to connect or not but who knows? I mean, ghoul is a, a different uh parlance of demon, <laughs> you know, right is right. we have demons and Night of the ghoul. So it's like technically knight of the demon, and we have ghouls, like that's they're interchangeable at this point. So we don't I don't know if they're gonna connect or not. I don't think they have to, but I, I'm gonna be reading these parallel either way.
0: That's fair, Jay. What did you think of? We have demons.
2: Oh, I, I enjoyed it immensely. I love the art. Um, the art was amazing. <laughs> I like the story. I kind of like this main character, even though she's kind of a bitch a little bit. How so? You know, it's like, it's one thing like I I just felt like she should have put in a little more effort to stay connected to her dad. Gotcha. Yeah. But, uh, I I still like her and, um, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I love how she thought her dad was a SM, a S&M hitman DJ, <laughs> which was hilarious.
0: That is funny.
2: And yeah, all around, I just, it's a decent start for a decent movie uh, or a decent book. Um, I, I enjoyed the backstory with the meteors. Um, Yeah, nothing too much that I didn't like about this book, except for being a bitch a little bit.
0: Yeah.
1: I I have a question for Jay. Do you think someone that's not a bitch or not an asshole would have the, the gusto or drive to hunt and kill demons?
2: Well, the dad wasn't an asshole.
1: And he was driven well, to kill well, demons. We not really
3: know that much about the dad to make that
1: judgment. He him. was okay. We, we know were, he's willing, willing to chop
3: off his daughter's
2: arm in order to save her. Right. I don't think most people would make that choice. But he, he had the love and the fortitude to do what needed <laughs> to be done to save <laughs> his daughter.
1: You just described the opening <clears throat> of House of Cards. With Kevin Spacey, <laughs> like that's what he says. Like, you have to be an asshole to do what it takes because a nice person's not going to be able to do what it takes, they're going to hesitate to the point where it can't be done. Also,
3: Kevin Spacey, not a good dude,
1: right? Uh, he embodied that role perfectly. But it, it, I, I, I never saw
2: House of Cards, it,
1: no, but, but not you, because you of that, right? But <laughs> it, it's just a trait. Like, I think you know, when you see your, your people <laughs> that, that can get. Them, <laughs> Especially, like Look down and stare death down in the eyes. Did you and virtually pat him in the back.
3: I did. So, I, saw, I, saw, like, I, I hope that's what it was because I just saw Lawrence doing this. <laughs> that's what it was.
2: No, I, it right I knew what it was uh, and I did
1: appreciate it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, want,
3: I want my see, friend to live. That's
1: to the live. thing. Larry wouldn't be able to kill a demon head on. <laughs> Why not? Because you're not an asshole. Like you, it, well, you, know, you look at look at Ash. <laughs> I don't need to be it's, an asshole. I just need to be righteous. Like, yeah, I don't if I know it's, it's a demon, <clears throat> the righteous ones die
3: first. If you know it's a demon, you'll oh. you'll crap your pants and run away.
1: Right. Yeah. Like, it's, it's it's when I think the that edge that comes from being an asshole or a bitch. Well, hold on. Does it's, the demon make noises? <laughs> Look, the demon has to talk about his dreams and Larry will shoot his pen.
3: Amber's a demon I, hunter.
1: Real quick.
2: Real quick, you mentioned Ash, and I didn't get to this comment yet. Uh Tiger Claw says, You seen the trailer for Black Friday? It's a new Christmas horror comedy with Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Uh, yes, I have. It looks amazing. And I can't wait to watch it. Okay.
0: Oz, what did you think of uh, We Have
3: Dean? Uh, once you get through the all the all the text, oh. <laughs> I
1: actually, I think Oz was reading it at work, is what's happening.
3: I read all these at work, actually. Um,
1: <laughs> it bugged me at
3: first because I knew it was Capullo that that drew it, and the art's kind of it, it's weird. For like the first third of it, but you—it's it, not good. But you can see Capullo in it. Like you—you can tell. Well, this is Capullo art. This was just him. Like I—I I don't know if he was drunk. I, I don't know what was happening. But I could tell it's him. It's just not what I'm used to seeing from him. When you get to the point that the demons show up, <coughs> there it's Capullo. Like okay, I see. Hey. hey Spent all his time on this half of the book and forget that half because that's Snyder's wall of text that that uh, you have to throw out there. No, I, I liked it. It's uh, it feels like the opening to like a supernatural TV show. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, I watched every episode of that TV yeah, show. So if you something that has that feeling to it's it, it's true. Then I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy it. Now, Lawrence, you described it as delving into Christian mythology. I would argue that, other than the fact that they say the word demons, no, and he's a priest, not really. really. Yeah, it's kind of like a. I would say it's more like a, like a, a parallel to to Christian mythology because you did you do get a little bit of, of the. The demon stuff, but they attribute it to like a meteor, which is technically like a demon. It's a weird story, but it's an interesting
1: story. I just wouldn't put it that close to the actual. I like how they attribute it to a meteor. And, you know, like in Mexico, as I'm sure you know, we have the cenotes, which are the gateways to hell that were caused by the asteroid that killed the dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. So there's something about, and you know, in the Bible it says that the demons were cast to the heavens, like to a different tier of it too. So they come from the sky, maybe from a meteor or a spaceship. You know, <laughs> you explain the physics in that, but, um, but yeah, it, it's it. Uh, I I feel it is uh, a little bit in the Christianity <laughs> because he's a pastor too. It, but now, and, and, and the like godly that. folk and all that that they use the the, the terminology they use a lot is is kind of faith based. I want to call it biblical yeah. faith based.
3: Eh. I'm looking at the image that Joe's posting up, and even like, like the 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 main character. I forget her name right now. The the one armed girl. If you look at her in the first few pages, she her face looks weird. When you get to the part where Capullo has to draw these demons, like she looks way better. Yeah, I, I don't know if maybe he had, she was younger in those first pages, so maybe he just doesn't like drawing
1: kids. But she just, to me, she looked weird. And well, she's talking weird. to those demons in the first pages. No, no, the the,
3: the
4: uh, flashback.
1: Yeah, the when she oh, actually okay. starts telling her tale. And you see her
3: as a little kid, and maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe he just can't draw kids for some reason. And I see Jay's putting it. No, that's still her as an adult.
2: I'm looking for it, <laughs>
3: like when he cuts look, up. Like her right there, head. yeah. That's a weird face. And then like the the dad has like the goofiest freaking look in his face. <clears throat> it's just it's just weird. But you see you see Capullo there. He, he's just not good.
1: Well, that I mean, that that's, itself it suffers from. Uh, I think it's a coloring thing too because on hold on, go back to that panel, Jay. So there's a uh, there's multiple light sources and shadows. Yeah, you know? so you got a, a light a, a soft light source coming on the the left hand side here or right hand side for me, and then the harsh light from the sunset on the other side, and then there's shadows like right where those like that those creases that that create shadows throw off that shape of the face a lot <laughs> like there's a panel in crimson that's like that but it's done well and uh I wish I could put it up right now but I can't but it's the same pose same <laughs> lighting just done better you know and, and it, yeah. it, it doesn't give you that look I'll put it in the pre-production Either way,
3: once the demons show up, like that's where Capullo shines. That's where that's where you see why that dude did spawn.
0: I, you know, I know for me, I, I kind of felt like, you know, I, like I, I mean, overall, I enjoyed this book. I, I felt like it was like Christian mythology because it's like, yeah, you, like Mo mentioned, you do have like <clears throat> the God folk. And then you also have like the other meteor that they use to make like the blades and the blades like you know it, it's like I, I, I guess I say Christian mythology just because it's like you know yeah you do have demons that they talk about and then you also have like the blades that they make from the meteor that If they would not the called the
1: meteor Wormwood it would have uh, like <laughs> yeah exactly right like right more biblical
0: right yeah. like, right exactly like there was like a whole part of it where i was like uh when they had the initial meteor heading towards the earth and i was thinking of uh what is it was the meteor in the bible
1: it's wormwood, or is that- it's
3: wormwood but that's for well, this- the, that's a future meteor this is the future right. as well.
0: <laughs> no like- no no right but yeah. You have wormwood, but then isn't there another isn't there another meteor before that one?
3: I mean, they say <clears> tomorrow was a
0: was a meteor. Is it Matt? It's not Magog or Agamek is not Agame- like, like there's a there's another meteor beforehand. Like there's an old meteor and then mm-hmm. there's a new meteor. Like there's a past meteor and a future meteor, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, ah, you know, but again, it's one of these things where that they, they have like the blades that they make, and then there's like nine of them that are left, and but which that, is like you know like
3: that's not right? even uh uh like King Tut had a blade made out of meteorite, meteorite. right? That like well, look, but but necessarily... but
0: you're you like you're saying it like Christianity, like Christian mythology, doesn't have its roots in Egyptology, like. All that every all of the yeah. stuff from Christianity is all old like Egyptian
1: stuff. Like your version, of God hanging in your sixteen chapel.
4: Is like li- just literally,
0: society. like just even when you, like you're right, like even when you're talking about like Jesus and Mary and like you know, like it's like all all of that is all Egyptology stuff that they the repurpose. The
1: of Jesus and Mary is like, was it Semiramis and the other one?
0: Yeah. So like.
1: It was it was an Egyptian prophecy,
0: yeah. And then and then you know I'm pretty sure like I don't remember if they actually mentioned halos in the book in in this book or if it was just that they just have the circles on there. You know, like oh, because zero, like they mentioned zero, but the zero is basically like a halo, (coughs) you know. And so it's like there's a lot of of like you know, Christian mythology kind of stuff that they allude to in this book, which, you know, I mean,
1: it just doesn't have the Christian slant that would make it like a Christian, like somebody like Oz that's, you know, the devout Catholic think that it's (sighs) biblical. It has more of like the anthropological aspects of the Bible, not the faith-based aspects.
0: Well and and honestly like and and it's interesting that you bring that up because that's actually a a, a bit of a of the part that like where like the like I kind of detract from it from the book because it's kind of like you know in my mind I'm like like I I love Christian mythology and like I can res- like being a Christian myself <laughs> I respect it for what it is you know what I mean just because it's like Yeah, like I'm a believer myself. However, at the same time, I'm like well-read enough that I understand that it's like, you know, all this stuff comes from someplace else, (laughs) you know? And so I don't look at the, I don't look at things and just say like, okay, well, I just accept everything that I read blindly. You should watch Conjuring. Okay.
1: It's It's like Christian superhero movies. Uh oh, okay. <laughs> like but, it's literally like, oh, the power of Christ. Yeah, we won, you know, like. But but
2: you would get to see James Han before he sold out and started making crap.
1: Yeah, I don't know who James Han is, but James Wan, yeah, you would see him before he sold out too.
2: Yeah, I have a impediment.
1: You ableist. <laughs> you ableist. <laughs> but
0: what I'm saying is it's like,
1: that's the title you <laughs> I of the episode. haven't even listened But
0: what I'm saying is, it's like, you know, obviously we have a lot of books that deal with like Christian mythology and Christian themes. And I know for myself, I'm kind of like, <coughs> obviously we've seen the, the, um. what's the right word? We're like, we've seen the, I guess the take on that kind of stuff from like the more cynical point of view. And it, it would be interesting to see that from like the perspective of somebody that actually like believes in some of that stuff.
1: Yeah. You know? I'm escape people. No. <laughs>
0: no. No. That's not what I'm saying at all. I, and don't get me wrong. Well, I like, should say have the white
1: hood, the guy that's a believer in a crusader, the white hood. I've I've never read
0: I've I've never read a Comic Skate comic that was about like that had like Christian mythology things in it. Like don't get me wrong, I'm sure that there's plenty of comics gate books that have people that are Christians in it, like quote, look, unquote, look, I'm, I'm gonna look
1: through our, our PR it, email because they're they they have been trying to get us to review some of those books. But
0: but I guess what I'm saying more so is like in the same way they have books like spawn and this book we have demons and like you know like even I mean even to a certain degree where you have like some of the stuff that happens with like uh Angela once she gets to like the Marvel universe it's like you know <coughs> these are all these are all books that delve into Christian mythology but don't have people that necessarily believe in any of that stuff at all and so they treat it in a particular way. And it would be interesting to see a book with somebody that was like, you know, oh, okay, I would like to delve into those realms, but I also kind of have like some sort of like faith attached to that to a degree, you know, to a degree. Cause I'm not asking for like, you know, I'm not asking for Christian comics because we've read those too, or I have, and they're not good either. <laughs> you know what I'm saying so I'm just like yeah. there's one I like I mean, left behind
2: was pretty bad
0: <laughs> Left Behind isn't a comic that's a novel
2: still pretty bad
0: i I, I personally like I like left behind but...
2: <laughs> I, mean, I didn't I didn't read the novel I saw the movie adaptation.
0: well that's a whole different thing Joe
1: <laughs> well, <laughs>
0: like
1: I didn't bring up don't... the book' Larry's the book can't make good comics. I was talking
0: about books. And you were talking about movies all of a sudden.
1: Talking talking about, about Nah, well, but <clears looked. throat>
0: okay. Well, okay. If you want to talk write
1: about a, movies, look, I'm gonna write a good Christian comic, Larry. Oh,
0: okay. Look, good luck with that, Mo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's gonna be full of all sorts of bullshit, and you're just gonna have to take it because it's on faith. Take it on good faith.
0: Hey, I mean, listen. So, I mean, I'll read the it. gonna be bad, but
1: it. it's like you gotta have faith. <laughs>
2: So we should rate this book
0: Yeah we should We should So okay So when it comes to We have demons Oz what did you think of it What would you rate it
3: Easily uh, Somewhere between a four and a four and a half uh, Out of the the Three books that we read for Today it was the best one It's the one where I was going to say I enjoyed the art more because I really, I really like Capuyo's art, but the Night of the Ghoul, like, what they did with their art was just so brilliant that it's kind of mm-hmm. like, like, this art's better, but that, those choices they made in that book mm-hmm. were, so were were amazing. So that, it, there's kind of sure, like yeah. a, it's kind of, the art-wise, it's, a, you know, I guess it could go either way. So, mm-hmm. yeah, at least uh, It's definitely a book that I want to see What happens Like it, it feels like it's the beginning Of like I said earlier like The Supernatural TV show you know, One yeah. of the questions we've seen The beginning a lot lately is yeah, well, how, how would this book Do as a TV show And I think this would be an interesting Pilot to A decent TV show
0: That's fair
2: Jay, what would you think? Um I would give it a four. Like I I really like the art. Um, I like the characters, I like the story. Like there's not too much there's not that much wrong with it. Like it's not perfect, but I do enjoy it.
0: Okay. Moses Magnum.
1: Man, this is easily like a four and a half. It's almost a five. (laughs) Um I as a first (coughs) issue, it's just done really well and it's executed well. Like giving me that many layers of storytelling in different like it's Basically, three different stories to kind of guide to this one main story of her killing this couple. <laughs> it's right. like some reservoir dog shit. Like this is yeah, like I don't think you know, in a major comic book company, <laughs> the editor would let you do that, <coughs> even though it'd be brilliant, you know. Yeah. And uh that's part of the beauty of, of this project that Scott Snyder has now, and putting these books on comicsology originals. Um and it just did it well, and it's it got me excited for issue two. So it's like a four and a five. I, I I would even say five. Yeah, fuck it. I'm just gonna say five because, you know, I didn't. I was at a four when I first read it. I was gonna do one shot for it, but then to finish off this horror themed month that we got going on here on the channel, figured let's do it here. Uh, issue two is I think is out already. I haven't read it, but I want to, and I, I'm I'm excited for it. So yeah. Hearing you guys talk about it really like made me go back and really, yeah, it's a five. All this to say, it's a five.
0: There it is. For myself, um, you know, I'm a little conflicted. Like honestly, like it's somewhere definitely between like a three point seven five and a four. Like it's it's a good book. It's just honestly, I think I'm a little I'm a little disappointed just because I feel like. There's a part of me that's like, okay, we've tread this ground before in a number of different ways, and the same way how we talk about like things like spawn and Angela and supernatural where it's like we've we've been down the <coughs> road before at the same time this this book is bringing something of its own to the table, so you know I can't mess around and try to make it like I don't want to diminish it at all by trying to make it seem as if it doesn't bring any new ideas because it does it does it's just one of those things where it's like and so, you know, honestly, it's a I'm I'm fairly certain it's a personal bias where I'm just like personally I'm like oh, oh. like
1: I'm fairly sure love... that too, Larry.
0: Yeah, exactly. Where I'm it's just like true. I would like to see. It's also a
1: strong female lead, and we know how much you hate that.
0: No, no, no nothing to do. It. Like, listen, yeah. the the young lady that's the the head of the book is fine, and you know she's cool, and I I do think that she's an interesting character in regards to the relationship she has with her with her father. And how they make it so that, you mm-hmm. know, she has a uh, a prosthetic a prosthetic arm.
1: in your face as you say that.
0: Wow. No, there's no disgust. There's no disgust. It's like she has a prosthetic arm that she, like changes year to year because she's growing. It's like that's all interesting stuff, and I I feel like the backstory is interesting, and it sets itself up for a great character. I, and like this is one of the few exceptions where I feel like. I could totally see this being adapted into like a TV show or a movie. And it very well might like bring a little bit more to the table in that regard than it did in the comic book form where, you know, one of the few exceptions where it's like the, the, the multimedia property or version of this might actually be better than the book itself. But we'll see, like, who knows if this even gets adapted at all or what, but either way, You know i think i'm gonna go ahead and just go with the uh i'm gonna go ahead and i'll i'll go with the (coughs) 3.75 but it's a good book and so you know and i will read issue two as well so yeah i'll leave it at that so with that said like we're we're like getting ready to run over I know we do have, like, there, like we had some new stories we want to talk about. Is there anything that we definitely need to talk about before we go? Or should
1: we I just hold up? I wanted it to hear week? you guys' thoughts on that unionizing of Image Comics.
4: Mm. That's, That's a fair. weird
1: story, and I blame Dave Chappelle for it, but yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's definitely Dave Chappelle's fault. I agree. Oz, do you have any thoughts on that? You got to see that story?
3: Uh, I saw that story, and the follow-up story should be nine new position openings at Image Comics.
1: <laughs> that was one of the first grievances with it too, where they, they every time they try to unionize, there's union busting.
4: <laughs>
1: so this time they can't do it.
0: So. i like, of all places, should Image be that group? Like, like literally, like it's like literally like the the people that mess around and protest. Or get mad at at people protesting in America with like, why would you be causing all this ruckus? And it's like, well, this is pretty much what the country was founded upon, right? Like like image is all about the ruckus.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, if you're going with how image was founded, then anybody not happy with what image is putting out should create their own company and put out their own books. Right? Then then you're following the spirit of image comics.
0: Well, but but I mean I feel like uh, at an, uh, another token, you could just say like what Image Comics is, is about is about disrupting the status quo,
1: right? But they're not not they're not stopping the disruption. Like these guys, they it seems like they just made a union just uh, in case somebody says something that they don't like and they want to be able to stop it from coming out in the comic book. Well,
0: so, well, but but I feel like that's a little. bit
1: well, no, it just it just seems like they don't want to have to like quit their job in case that happens.
0: Well, but that's a little bit of of that's a, a bit of minimization of what it is that that
1: because they're not asking for four one k, they're not asking for a better wage.
0: No, I mean, I think I think that they they definitely are asking for better work conditions, and and I don't know that they're necessarily asking for
1: but what More is money. In, in terms of work conditions they, like, they, like like they
0: came out with a list of like nine demands
1: right and there's one and, that and only was, only one of them
0: was about comic book like books coming out from creators that they feel are problematic like that was one of nine so if you focus on the one and not the other eight then that's right. like minimizing no, look, everything else they're, they're talking
1: about you know, which one what was another one about like well, give like, me
0: the Another one was about the work conditions and about
1: right. But what, like, like they they say okay, th- what is the example of a not a good work condition? Did they state any of those? Keep in mind, most of these guys are working from home. Well, no, I'm not even thinking about that because that's even further minimization. no yeah no. I like, mean, I think it's
0: just it it, it literally was just talking like about. It's not a hostile. That, they're
1: not saying that it is a hostile environment already, right? No, they're, they're, they're just trying talk, to, no, they're not. They're dealing in hypotheticals when it comes to dealing with image comics. It's what it seems.
0: I don't know that they're talking about hypotheticals. Like they they mention long work hours and and lack of recognition. I mean, that that was in
1: that's what the paychecks for. (laughs) Like well, I mean paid overtime. They're not violating any federal laws. They're not running a stop.
0: I, I listen I I don't know how long the hours they are or aren't working like they brought it up they didn't go into p- specifics in regards to like saying like this is how many hours I worked and yeah. were compensated now, poorly or not compensated you know in the proper I way I they didn't say that
1: when it comes to working from home I know from <laughs> not from my experience but from you know when Emily had to work from home in the past, and then dealing with my clients that work home, it's like the boss will call you at eight a.m. Say, hey, at eight p.m. and be like, "Hey, you know what? Can you just check on this real quick?" No kind of clocking information or anything. And I tell them, "Hey, hey, you t- write down that amount of time you spent because <laughs> you may not have to ask for it now, but in the lawsuit that comes, that <laughs> you gotta have that, you gotta have that because that you're gonna get, you're gonna get, that's gonna be a class action lawsuit." Because of it, because you know this new <coughs> working from home paradigm that we have because of COVID and and all these restrictions, what we, we haven't worked out yet, you know. So, but and so that might be one of the things these guys are talking about. But I, I don't see how like I, I the 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 cancellation like these. I don't know what I read the names of the people. I don't know what influence they have creatively on the company as a whole. But they have the ability to like cancel titles. Yeah. Based on their, and, taste, and, their taste.
0: Well, and, and don't get me right wrong. And and that I, I definitely understand. And I definitely like I don't I, I definitely think of it personally as a negotiation point where it's like on one hand, I understand what they're saying, where they're like, hey, as as a as the people that help put these books out we would like to like be able to sleep at night in regards to what we do and don't put out and i and i can understand that and i'm not saying they're like oh it needs to be us nine i think that that's just the initial nine i think what they're saying is as a collective we should be able to like have a say
1: and would they sleep fine on the sidewalk
0: well but but here's like, the here's the other part of it you're, it's like it's like talking about
1: if it if, if
3: the issue is working conditions i can get behind that but when we get to the point that you're trying to tell the company what they can and cannot sell then now now you're just being an idiot
0: well but but here's the thing though it's like on one hand i can see what why you feel that way and i'm not i'm not saying you're wrong in the sense that you're like creative is creative and it's like why should you get to decide what gets put out creatively and I, I understand that and I, and I can respect that point. On the other hand, they're like, nothing gets out, puts out creatively unless we actually do the footwork to make that happen. So it's like saying like, you know, there's like, like there's a difference between like, it's, it's like the difference between the person that makes the music and the people that press the record. And they're like, hey, I get it. You made this music and you're like, well, why should you get a say in regards to what the music sounds like and they're like well nobody hears any music unless we press these records right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and i'm not mm-hmm. saying i'm not saying i'm not saying who's right and who's wrong in that regard i'm saying both sides have a point
1: that's why cd baby is going to give us uh copyright strikes for jay's music <laughs> because that shit ain't ironed out <laughs> and it, it th- that the wrong people are in control with a lot I of these mean, all, all, and, all uh, i'm saying
0: is like these these like at, uh, and i understand that music doesn't work like this anymore but there was a point where you know that people are like there was a point where the people that press the record are the ones that determine how many people get to hear the the music or not and if they're like well maybe we should we don't want to put out problematic music that's a new paradigm shift where the people are kind of like, "Hey, like we're a part of this too," and I feel like that's a conversation worth having. I'm not saying that they're right in how they feel. I'm just saying it doesn't hurt to talk to them.
1: Well, I'm saying they're wrong, and uh, if you do disagree, hit us up in the comments and let, uh, let, let, us, let us know what you wrong.
4: think.
1: Yeah, because honestly, it's a uh, it's a weird thing. When you start censoring art, it reminds me of book burnings and things like that. And it, it oh. doesn't. It, it starts somewhere. You know, it starts with a joke. It starts with uh, with censorship. And it just depends on, you know, who, what your sensibilities are, really. But, but, no right but, but as an existential uh, nihilist, there is no really right or wrong. All there is is you either get work or out or not
0: that's fair yeah. all right most magnum uh who well, actually let me go with Oz. give me some final thoughts
3: you guys still aren't watching star girl right
0: <laughs>
3: now we're too existentialist for that it just it, i feel like i'm wasting my breath and move on i'm done <laughs> Next thought.
2: there it is jay
4: final thoughts
2: <laughs> Um, we didn't get a chance to talk about Learning with Pibby this week, um, so we'll probably try and watch, uh, talk about that next week. Um, I, I put it in the production text, Learning with
3: Pibby. Pibby? Is that Peppa Pig's autistic brother-in-law?
1: No.
4: No, yes, it is not.
1: Yes it is. It's absolutely what it is. I was watching. I'm telling you, these guys don't listen to you, Jake.
4: <laughs> I don't even
3: see it in the production text. When oh, was it yesterday, Jesus. two days ago, it's just
1: a, it's a YouTube link.
3: Oh, that's the Jay. oh, that's the trailer you put. I said I was all there.
1: in and getting a five out of five. Yeah,
3: yeah, there it is. I thought he was talking about Ma- books because you know we talk about time
0: books. Okay. M- M- Moses it. Magnum final thoughts. Uh,
1: again, <clears> you got anything to say to us? Hit us in the comment. Hit us on the Instagram. We're here every week. Uh, just. Give us the like. Give us the bell. Even if you don't like it, hit the down, the, the thumbs down. Like, I'm right. I'm yeah, narcissistic we'll enough to enjoy those, too. <laughs> so.
0: Indeed. And uh, for everyone here Fantastic Forum, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. We'll be back next week. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't like, like Moses said. Let us know what you would like to hear us talk about. Uh, we've got some great shows coming up. So, you know, make sure you hit us up and let us know what you want us to talk about so we can include your thoughts we're the fantastic forum we'll be back next week until then we're out